like you always at the end of the Zoom call, you look like you're like like a little like mentally challenged or like a little <laughs> off. You're like <laughs> trying to find the okay, bye, yeah. and then you're like. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> trying to end it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way of getting around that. You could yeah, get really good at it and just be like this. All right, right see you later. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find the end. You could, I mean, people are probably getting good at that, but yeah, you always look really dumb. Yeah. All right, see ya. <laughs> and then I, it's not ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, have you seen the, the, the Zoom fails where people are like, uh, you know, whipping out their... Uh, their uh, hand lotion and <laughs> they think the camera's off and they're about to go to town on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's funny. One girl, actually this really happened uh, in the beginning of this COVID thing or whatever. Um, when they were doing a, a, uh, <laughs> a, a zoom work call, you know, where it's like eight or 10 people on uh-huh. the thing. And, uh, and she, uh, she didn't turn her camera off and she went to pee. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's so bad. It's, uh, that's, yeah. That's, and then it was on Twitter. Like someone leaked it. Oh, wow. That's even, I mean, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. People are losing, uh, well, it's been happening, right? Losing their careers on Twitter. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It is um, crazy. We had to write in, uh, what was going on in the mo- in this movie, Cannibal Comedian. What's that? We had to write in like what's really going on. With what do you comedians? mean? With the uh the pedophilia oh, right. oh, and the right, uh, right. you know, what yeah. what they need to do to get on stage, people, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we got Sean Heist. Is it Heist or Heist? Heist. Heist. Oh, okay. No, it's Heights. Heist? I like I like Heist. That would be a badass last that would name. Be, uh, that is a cool <laughs> name, dude. Sean Heist. It, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I like that. Yeah, especially for a director. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> so it's Heist? Heights. Heights. Like, like, uh, like, like H-E-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. But it's uh, German. Yeah. So um, A-I is, is like E-I. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> you don't speak German? <laughs> A guten tag, guten, <laughs> guten morgen. Yeah, that sounds like a a bank. So we were talking about uh, that we incorporated, uh, y- you know, current events into the movie, uh, the, yeah. which I thought was really cool because it was all happening while we were shooting the the film, and uh, uh, you know, it's it was you know major news. I mean, y- you know, all these comedians got accused of. Uh, you know, uh, pedophilia and, uh, you know, uh, almost like rape, you know, some of yeah. them. Are, so, I mean, it's not a good look, but, uh, it's what's happening <laughs> right now. And, uh, yeah, so it's cool. So, you know, the, the, the movie is current. Yeah. <laughs> it's super current and like it's, uh, you know, and then we're shooting during COVID and then that stuff's going on. Yeah. It's like, whoa, uh, what we're doing and, uh, it just uh, not pressure, but like the feeling of like really going against the grain and, but in a good way. Yeah. Uh, being artistic shooting uh, and then, and then going at the, that really heavy stuff that really happens in the comedy world. I mean, I wanted to touch on it uh, when I first wrote the script. Yeah. Uh, you know, people will do anything to get on stage and, and uh, how people are treated uh, on the underground or, 
or uh, whatever if you're on top. Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, it was it was cool to uh, <laughs> to throw that stuff in there, some real stuff, you know, because the movie is is uh, pretty bonkers. Yeah, and then you throw in some real stuff in there. Why not? I mean, I was cool that you were you were totally down to do it because you're a comedian, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there was that other comedian we wanted to play, uh, the other part, and yeah. he was all like, "No, man, I, uh, I don't want to do that because I like I know some of those guys, and uh, yeah. it's really not cool." So that even made me more like, "Oh, this is good stuff." Yeah, <laughs> that's that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That's uh, that's a good point. You know, I, I'm the same way, dude, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. So, you were down. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it's just, you know, you know, people, I mean, you know, especially comedians, you know, they're, they're, they're really, uh, they don't like, uh, speaking out against other comedians cause they could possibly be, uh, missing out on a, uh, a future road gig or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, who knows what, you know, but, uh, so they kind of keep their thoughts to themselves when it, it comes to, uh, you know, other people in the industry. So. Or they have like skeletons in the closet that yeah. they're like, Meh. yeah, or they, they really do. I mean, I guess any human would want to back away from someone that is getting in a lot of trouble. That was supposedly one of their good friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on this year. I, yeah, I, I was thinking, I mean, I, I can't feel bad for these people, but I can, but I can think like, what are some of these comedians going to do? You know, some of them are pretty young. Like, I mean, I guess they can bounce back uh, at some point, but like to be on top and then to, to like, now you can't even do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it, what do you do all day? <laughs> like you, you, I was also thinking like, wouldn't you go back to the, the demons that are what's killing you? Like with like sexual stuff or whatever they're getting in trouble for. Uh, like if I had no, now I have no time. Now my brain is going to go like, it might go negative. I mean, you can go either way. Yeah. But now you have a lot of time. Yeah. Now you could really go dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, dude. <laughs> like I, they might even get worse. Yeah. But hopefully they get help. Yeah. Um, and uh, realize. That's a good point, dude. Doing. Yeah. Cause we're left. We have so much time right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Have you been getting on stage? Uh, no. <laughs> no, just those uh, open mics we did yeah. uh, for uh, Cannibal Comedian, uh, you know. So uh, the the scenes called for uh, an open mic or a, a show, and uh, we went ahead and uh, had one uh, at the famous Workaholics house. And uh, it was really fun, dude. And uh, shit, made, made me miss it more. Uh, yeah. But it was a lot of fun being on stage. And it was also a little weird too because I, I I've never gone that uh, far with uh, long uh, without being on stage, so that was weird too. But um, yeah, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, and now you just have to find other creative yeah outlets. Yeah, uh, and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, like uh, you know, like we were saying, like you know, we're left at home, and uh, you know. Y you got to do something, you know? So, um, so I mean, you've been going out, like going places. Yeah. Like, uh, 
Yeah. You know, where there's no people. And right, right. Really uh, uh, get to, I mean, uh, I, you know, nature is like, is doing good right now. I think so. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there, the birds are happier. Yeah. Like cars are off the road. Dude, I mean, big time, dude. Like, you can, <laughs> like, the, the, the skies never look clear yeah, yeah. in LA, dude. Yeah. Like never, man. Yeah. You know, I go for hikes, you know, and so you get above, you know, you know, ground level and then you get to even see it more clearly. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Dude, I, yeah, it's crazy with the, uh, you know, wh- wh- how Mother Nature has recovered, dude. I, I, I'm sure we, you know, we added at least a couple of days to uh, to the big uh, apocalypse or uh, <laughs> yeah. big doom. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, yeah, it's definitely a lot, um, lot cleaner, I'd say. Yeah. It makes me think of uh, the place we shot out like 250 miles. Oh, yeah. Out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Route 66. Oh, yeah. It was Amboy. Amboy. Yeah. Amboy. Amboy, yeah, with the salt flats over there, which was super and cool. A, and a volcano. And a volcano, <laughs> yeah. Dude, at 116 degrees, man, it was like, it was like, extreme. dude, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get sweaty just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was cool, man. Um. But uh, I mean, uh, what kind of uh, interesting places has uh, filmmaking taken you? Besides a volcano and a and a and a and a little town with a population of four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I mean, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and, uh, we just uh, made it our playground. Yeah, so much fun, dude. We had yeah. like the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, my first few films were shot mostly in Florida. So, I mean, there was some cool, uh, I, I'm always all about like going to cool places. One place was called Emerson point and it, you know, it was out in, the, in this beautiful beach that was, uh, uh, it was a, like a national park. Cool. And, probably not supposed to be filming out there <laughs> but uh i mean that was really cool and then you get real nature there was a huge uh, uh i forget what type of snake but it just like goes by and catch that and then going out in these uh mangroves which um are like uh they they look creepy too they're um they're out in uh mostly in florida uh the, the fish uh, feed off them and they help with the erosion or whatever, the hurricanes and stuff, but they're illegal to cut down, but they have these uh, can like canopies that they grow into like a tunnel. And so my first film, we found those and we're going in the canoe through like a tunnel oh. and you got the sun coming through and it's it, that Kill. like that. Yeah, that was a cool spot. And then like coming out to California and then, uh, shooting like out in Amboy and, uh, Rongo Valley. Yeah. Uh you you know that place. <laughs> yeah. Uh Rongo is super cool. It's right next to yeah. uh Yucca Valley and uh Joshua Tree. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that that I think it's like uh like t- 2200 uh miles above uh uh LA like oh, as far yeah. as height. So high desert. Yeah, the high desert and uh it's really cool over there. I think the most fun was uh when uh back in Florida when uh before we had drones, I was we were shooting out of a helicopter. Oh and that wow. was sick. 
like in and uh directing like we had like this 50 Chevy that's just flying down uh just this dirt road and we're we're hovering over like like your drone yeah. but like with a helicopter oh wow <laughs> and then the most baller thing was when the helicopter there's no cars so the helicopter I had to get out and uh and I yeah, I I forget the reason why I think I had to direct something or something. Yeah. So the direct the uh, helicopter landed, and I got out of the <laughs> helicopter, and then it went back up. Wow! Like I just felt like baller. Yeah, like, dude. The director is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it came down, but uh, that was before drones. Yeah. Uh, you don't really need to do that anymore. <laughs> wow! But that was sick. That is sick, man. It's, yeah. And now, uh, w- did you have a headset on where you're communicating yeah. with the pilot? Yeah. Pilot and uh, down below, um, yeah. with the actors and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's it's really cool, man. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, but I'm really stoked about this film. Uh, it's it's like everything that I love in one with the stand up comedy and just comedy itself, and then uh, horror. Yeah, um, big horror fan. So uh, how long yeah. how long uh, were you? Um, Working on this, on the script or, or the idea, did you have the idea for a while or um, is it something that just came up? Probably we're, we're talking three years now with the thought of the idea and, uh, and then starting to brainstorm and, uh, and I was working for this show called Siren and the producers on that show uh, worked on From Dust Till Dawn, uh, the series. Uh-huh. And the Scream series from MTV, and they started, I, I just pitched them uh, the idea, and they thought it was really cool. So, that I mean, I would have done it anyways, but mm. they gave me that little inspiration, and I'm like, yeah, this this would be fun. And so I started, uh, I started writing. Uh, I'm not, like, a true screenwriter, so I was, like, trying to read the books and, and like, um, screenwriter for dummies and stuff like that, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, I, I try to read that stuff, but I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, uh, it's hard to, yeah, because yeah. I'm like a go, like I'm like you, like, yeah. like just, just like doing. I it. need to get out there. I need to go make yeah. this happen. You're you know, a running gunner, right? Yeah, I'm a running gunner. Um, yeah. But with this one, since I had worked on these TV shows and worked on set of big, uh, big movies and watching how the Hollywood machine runs, yeah, I really wanted to like try to copy that because it was just such a uh, beautiful thing and like, uh, and so professional. So at a, with a skeleton crew, once we were shooting, I, I got the right people and the, like in my first couple movies, I'm like, uh, I guess you're a grip <laughs> or a PA. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, we didn't have an AD. Like I didn't even know what that was. Um, and so, but yeah, about three years ago, started writing it, and then it went through so many changes, two other writers on it, uh, and then at the end of it, I never got the uh, initial, like, finances, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, so I, you know, I, I had to, like, uh, go bare bones with it. Like, for instance, uh, one of the characters, Crystal... She, uh, she was supposed to be like basically locked in this basement cell, uh, dungeon, very, very, uh, very big and scary looking and very horror, whatever. Uh, but we ended up 
I, I don't have a dungeon <laughs> and we didn't get the, you know, the cell and, and there was another character that was supposed to be another victim that lives in there and he got cut out. And then I, I made her where she just is in the other bedroom and she's locked to the bed, uh, in this, in the, uh, uh, in the killer's house. Okay. Cause he doesn't even have a basement. So like stuff like that, I, you know, you have to do that. Um, especially if you're not getting the budget, but it, I, I feel like, uh, some people will write a script like I need $2 million to make this and, uh, are like, well, I can't make the movie then. Cause if I can't, so I, I actually enjoyed like, like going bare bones with it. Like, what can I actually like physically do? What can I yeah. think and what context do I have to actually do it? And, uh, that's the way I had to go about it. Like there's probably some things I would have wanted to do, but you know, it's all trial and error too. And the, the, this whole project is like, everybody's involved. Horror fans, comedy fans, you came on and helped uh, produce some stuff. And so it's, it's, that's the way, uh, you know, with a small budget that that's the way you got to do it. I mean, it's the most fun because it's collaborative with, with everybody. Yeah. It is fun, and it seems like you use your creative mind to think about how you're gonna, you know, shoot the scene that you want to do, you know, with the you know low budget, you know, or you get creative like on, um, you know, who who can you use to help you out, you know, uh, maybe you know raising some money for it, or I mean, you're just using your creative mind in other ways. I feel, um, which is cool, you know. Um, yeah, and once you get on the train uh, and you start meeting people, uh, that person knows that person that can help you with that. And yeah, then, and then you you go. You know. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's why you know it, it, it. You know, it's in your best interest to be a cool person because uh, your reputation will follow you. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's like. A, it's a small little town, uh, you know, after you've been here for a while and, uh, you, you know, you, you know, you start, uh, working with the same people and maybe, uh, not directly, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're, you know, a grip, you know, and, you know, they've worked on a, you know, different film as a PA or a different, you know, thing, but they hear things and they talk. So, I mean, it's always, it's always good to, uh, be a cool person and, and, and your your reputation uh, speaks for itself, and uh, you'll you'll end up uh, you know working with some really cool people because and, uh, yeah they'll just uh, they'll they'll say good things about you and oh yeah you know we worked on this other project and it was super low budget but you know it was super cool yeah I mean and and I guess like the uh, I don't know I can I feel like I could work with anyone uh, you know uh, but. Uh, you know, there is like, okay, so, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, direct Christopher Nolan. I just heard this thing from, uh, the actor who played, uh, Blade. I can't remember his name. Wesley Snipes? No. Oh no, that was Blade. Sorry. Uh, Spawn. Oh, you remember okay. Spawn? Yeah. Yeah. That? Michael, uh, no, it was in, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was in the dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so he was talking about the scene in the dark Knight. And, uh, and the way Christopher Nolan approached it, he said, and he said that the set was so like laid back, uh-huh. so cool. Yeah. Christopher Nolan was super cool. And like he, uh, um, 
that actor said, uh, you know, what do you, what kind of uh, accent should I, should I have, or or should I do an accent like this, or how should I go about this? He's like, hey, what do you think? And I kind of have that same, uh, yeah, that approach. He's like, what? Yeah, uh, I have that same approach. I want to see what's co- what, what. What do you got? Because right. I only have my brain. Yeah. You know, and and if if other people are working and we're all in this environment, yeah, we're all going to be on the same page, yeah. And so I, I mean, I'm not saying anything like, oh, I'm like Christopher Nolan, but I <laughs> I liked that. I mean, I I, um, I yeah, mean that the, was my approach to uh, filmmaking, and I never knew that insider until very recently how uh, he goes about. Uh, his sets and his directing and stuff like that. And then there's, you know, the super like, uh, uh, probably sets that are like, you don't want to talk, you don't, you know, yeah. It's like maybe I guess highbrow or I don't know what the right word is, but it's like, uh, I mean, I know Quentin Tarantino, he's another one that I look up to as like, he's probably a lot of fun and he also gets shit done. Yeah. And he makes it like, we're all like lucky to be making movies and this is an amazing thing. Yeah. And, you know, and sets the tone for the set. Yeah. Yeah. But what what I heard from Tarantino is that, you know, pretty much what's on the page is what's being yeah, said. Right. Yeah. That's so, the difference with him. Yeah. I'll, I'll do some improv. Uh, I mean, and, but he writes brilliant words. Yeah. That's the thing. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, I know that someone else can come up with something better sometimes. Uh, I'll have, uh, I'll have some things where I'm like, no, you got to do it like this. That is the way it's got to be. And the actor will keep doing something else. But I know in the outcome that it's going to be way better and way cleaner and, and, uh, come across better if you just do it this more simple way or whatever it is, I can just, I'm just thinking like, with working so, with some of the actors uh, because I know that they're thinking like it needs to be bigger and do something like this. And, and, uh, and, and I'm, ta- I'm talking jokes too. Cause some of the jokes uh, I know that w- they'll come across better if they're just really clean and precise. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and it's the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if it was a Bill Burr uh, like uh, some of the comedians, then he talks a lot. Yeah. But um like with Cannibal Comedian, I want it, I want it more like Rodney Dangerfield, like, like these punny one-liners. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's gonna come across the pop culture better, right? Uh, because it just does one-liners. Yeah. If you, you know, I have a coffee cup that has all the greatest lines of every movie. Oh, you know, yeah. make my day, and it has all those. Yeah, uh, and they're all one like little. It's like one line, right? Um, simple, but just really effective. And that's, that's how I approach my music too. I, um, I write and sing and play guitar and I really try to, uh, uh, a little bit like Tom Petty does, you know, is it's, it's simple, but, um, but it means, yeah, it's catchy and it, it, it's got a lot of depth Yeah, with simple words Yeah, yeah. and, uh, simple chords. And I, I try to, I don't go all like, probably because I can't, (laughs) but I'm not like that technical anyway. So I, I really try to zone in on how I can make this very simple. Um, but also, uh, come across really strong. Like, uh, 
I don't know, like a Weezer or like Devo. They are what they are. Like, and it, it, it's got like a simple, but really like punchy sound and you, you love them. And like for Devo, for instance, um, I don't going way back to the eighties, but they have that look. Yeah. They have the look, they have the sound. Yeah. They're super tight. They're not yeah. playing like, um, some crazy Metallica riffs. Right. But they're, they, they are this unit and it's so super tight. So you got to find where your niche is and try to, uh, so that, I mean, I'm trying to find that with my filmmaking. I've, I've, I've had a lot more years with the music part. Um, just, I don't know why I just, I, I went back and forth with music and movies, but yeah. I'm kind of catching up on my filmmaking. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, especially nowadays, I mean, I mean, I thought it was just me that wanted to do so many different things, but you know what I'm seeing out here in California with a bunch of creative types like you and you know other uh, musicians or actors or filmmakers is uh, you know there's there's more than one love that they have you know towards things. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I love music. You know, I don't play any instruments, but uh, you know, I used to DJ. You know, and. Uh, you know, so I love music, you know what I mean? But, you know, you know, I love acting, you know, and stand-up comedy, you know, oh, yeah. so, uh, you know, so I, I, I'm into like different, different things too. And, uh, you know, I, I, I totally, uh, uh, you know, respect and admire somebody that does, uh, multiple things. I mean, you're a filmmaker, uh, but you're also, you know, a musician. Failed at stand-up. <laughs> stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a dad. You know, yeah. you're a great dad, and oh, thanks, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, you're a Floridian, which is that's a job within yeah. itself. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the this one producer on the show I worked was like, "Oh, you're from Florida? Oh, I I like Floridians. They're <laughs> they're very weird, creative people." Like, and I I took that as a huge compliment. Like, oh yeah, people from Florida are kind of fucking weird. <laughs> but um, he let it in a good way. He meant. Like for you know coming because he's talking like coming to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. you're fr- you're a Floridian, right? Right. Because um, I guess he's ran into other Floridians that are are, are weird and creative, uh, like Pee Wee or someone. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, well, he wasn't he's from New York, but then he grew up in Florida. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. Yeah. That guy's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a cool. Um, you know, kind of like stereotype to live up to, right? Uh, you know, you're weird and creative. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, which which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I I once went into uh, an audition totally unprepared for it. I didn't, I, you know, I, I probably had like, that was probably like my fifth audition that day. And, uh, you know, I, I was just going to wing it. You know, I'm just reading it in the car on the way over there. Yeah. And then I get there and the casting director... You know, I think he liked my look, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, you know, yeah, you, you know, you know, yeah, I think this is a great character for you, and and this and that." And I'm like, "Yeah," and then he was asking a question. I was like, "He's like, uh, uh, like where I'm from?" And I'm like, "I'm from Chicago." He's like, "Oh man, I love Chicago actors. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. I, I just love you know, like this and that." And I'm thinking in my head, "Oh shit, I'm about to disappoint the hell out yeah. of this guy." And I'm totally gonna because I didn't prepare for it, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, I just like this, but like, you know that 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 was a reputation, cause, you know. 
the reputation that uh, that I couldn't live up to. <laughs> well, even like um, for the com- comedians, like yeah. from the nineties with, uh, with the the um, uh, what's the the theater, the improv theater. Oh, Stephen uh, Wolf. Not Which one? Uh, the one where like Chris Farley came out of. Oh, Second City. Second City. Yeah, yeah. like they all came from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah, I did Second City out here. How was that? <laughs> it was great. It was yeah. really good. But like, who? I mean, what kind of Chicago person, uh, you know, <laughs> leaves Chicago to do Second City in L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> yep. is, uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. No, those those guys. Uh, those guys there, they they really know their stuff. Um, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, or some of these teachers are a little bitter though, right? Because they wanted to be um, like Will Ferrell or something, <laughs> and then they're teaching. But uh, I did one at um, the Groundlings, uh, just the first imp- uh, the intro class or yeah. whatever. Which you have to audition for, right? No, no, you don't. No, not for the intro. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I did okay in that one. Yeah. Uh, but um, that those guys there, they seemed cool though. Yeah. They didn't seem, but the, the one that I did in New York way back, uh, uh, they seemed a little more bitter. Uh-huh. Like maybe it was just that teacher. Yeah. Like they wanted to be, or thought they should be at another level. Huh. I don't know that. I don't know if that. Yeah. I would imagine that happens. But it seems like some of these guys out here are just young guys, and they're, they they got their own group, and then they're teaching a little bit. Yeah. And it's all good. Yeah. Um, do people get <laughs> a lot? I don't know. I, I have this feeling that people don't know their limitations, uh, and they don't find out until they, like, die or something. <laughs> like, like, are you talking just, about me? No. <laughs> no, no, man. You're awesome. <laughs> uh, you were, uh, you're awesome in the movie, too. You're a good Thanks, actor, man. too. Uh <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> oh hell no! Uh, I you know I have my limitations. I'm not you know I know that I can't be playing the NBA and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I love basketball. I was good at it, but uh, I just mean like uh, you know someone that I don't know, I, just uh, actors that just keep keep on doing it. I, I mean I I get it. You know, you just got to keep on going. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. But some people hurt. Okay. Here it is. So it's, I feel like it's, uh, it's hard to be in the middle where you're, you're super talented and obviously lucky and you're, you're a really hardworking person. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that you're good. Those are, I feel like those are all really hard things to get. You either are like, uh, really awesome, and then you like ruin your life with drugs and alcohol or something, and you don't try hard enough, or you're not good hardly at all, yeah, and you think you're the greatest person ever, <laughs> yeah. Um, self delusion, yeah, so yeah. I see, I feel like there's a lot of that in LA though, but yeah, it, do you think definitely it, with comedians too, yeah? Well, yeah, when I did comedy for eight months yeah, or something so like you know, that, you know, uh, I yeah, I would see and then they would come back in and do it again yeah the same act yeah. like every week and i was just like it, what are they doing i mean i guess they're not looking to be famous they're just looking to have an outlet to just like it's uh like it's therapy right maybe for some of these people like i i don't know man 
like it's it's yeah yeah I mean, it, it, yeah it, it is definitely therapy for a lot of people absolutely is it therapy though at an open mic when it's just comics not laughing at you um like what is that what I mean, there's that? a lot of crazy that, people out there so uh, that's brutal that's what it is <laughs> stand up is brutal yeah that's dude. why yeah uh, yeah it's really brutal cannibal even has has uh has a hard time on stage. Yeah. Even if you're this, uh, that was the whole thing of it. Like, even if you're a serial killer, uh, cannibal, you know, to bomb on stage still sucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was like, great too, because yeah. he also went through the, uh, part where he's not getting any spots and he confronts, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. the, the, the club owner, the yeah. booker, like, Hey yeah. man, why, why yeah. get on spot? this guy's on stage, yeah. which is so realistic, you know, which was so great to see in a movie, you know, and be a, be a part, be, you know, there for the scene and stuff. It was really cool. I hope the movie comes out good where I can be like, Oh, I did my research, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, cause I went and did stand up for like eight months and, yeah. and saw how, like I, one time I saw this guy and I thought he was homeless mm-hmm. and then he gets on stage and kills. <laughs> like he looked, he had his big backpack he came yeah. in he was just looking rough yeah and just his head down his head was his hair was all wet uh-huh. and he came in the haha cafe uh, i'm like whoa i thought it was just a homeless you know guy talking yeah about. probably <laughs> curly hair yeah. yeah 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 i saw him come in and i'm like man this guy almost looks like homeless mm-hmm. and then he just kills on stage yeah and i'm like wow this is yeah. a crazy world yeah yeah uh, and it, it's not that he was homeless or anything it's just uh it, it really they do turn it on like they're another person on stage. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I, I, I didn't have the, whatever it is to, to keep it going. Like, uh, I, I envy you and other comics that can, uh, just, uh, the craziness. You know, <laughs> That's what, you know, what I, mean? it's like, I want to get it's good. A- I would love to do it. Like, I would love to be able to, uh, cause the time, I mean, I've went through all the emotions Yeah, and I went through, uh, bombing. Mm-hmm. I went through waiting five hours and then not going up yeah. or then, or the booker going, yeah, we're going to get you up soon, man. And then you don't go up Yeah, and, or, uh, or going up right at the end and no one's there, yeah. uh, going up, uh, with the open mic where the comics aren't even paying attention yeah. and, and you're just kind of bombing and it's, it's really, um, uncomfortable, I went through, I did the comedy store and yeah. I actually did really well uh-huh. one time with my, one of my characters. Yeah. So I've, I've kind of went through the whole experience within the whatever, eight months that I was, I was like, but I had this, uh, I do get that killer instinct where I'm going to fucking do it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. And then it, it, it just kind of dies out a little bit. <laughs> so maybe that's not my passion. Um, uh, filmmaking, I kind of, in music, I just keep like, it's almost simmering. If yeah. I'm not, if I'm not doing it, it's still like a little bit hot. Like it, you know, when you are, are just kind of keeping something warm on the pot. Yeah. Like music and, uh, and film. Oh, okay. I'm always going to pick up a guitar. Nice. If I'm feeling bad or yeah. whatever, I'm going to write Cool. Uh, film. I'm always going to be filming something at some point, even if I'm going through like a depression or something, but stand up. I can drop that. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's very hard and well, it's very scary. And, I think because uh, you're reliant on people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're reliant on so many people and, and there's politics involved. You know, not that there's not 
politics involved in music and uh, filmmaking. You know, I'm sure Different there type. Are. Yeah, probably. you know, but you know, uh, what what is exhausting to me is is that part of uh, stand up comedy is the politics and going through that. You know, because I could bomb, you know, on a consistent basis. You know. I'll, I'll get up the next day, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll get over that, you know, I can handle that, yeah. you know, but I can't handle, you know, having to, uh, you know, kiss somebody's butt, you know, to, uh, you know, get, get up in certain places, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, or, you know, other sort of politics, you know, seeing other people, uh, you know, you know, get spots and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you've been waiting to get into that place, you know? So yeah, dealing with that is tough. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, well, I was thinking of something, the, the part where, uh, uh I lost my train of thought. Well, we were talking about, yeah. uh, the politics and, uh, and how you could, um, you know, uh, you're not relying on so many people when you're doing uh, uh, filmmaking or uh, music, and um, especially music, you can just I could just pick up a guitar. That's awesome. Uh, uh, what was it? It's I think it's the part where uh, um, just having that drive. Oh, it, yeah, I, I got it. So like with uh, so I'm like ultra sensitive person. You know, and and self sabotage my life. Like I can I can ruin everything in five <laughs> seconds. So I'm always like, thank God I didn't uh, move back to Florida when I got really upset not that long ago, because now I got a new producer on the film. I got you know I got and also I have a family. I, yeah, uh, I have that like run away like instinctual thing, and if something goes down, then you know. But I uh, I don't. Uh, I understand I'm smart enough to understand when when you go into the stand-up world uh where you bomb and it it's it sucks but I understand that well no that's just part of it and and I never really had like a group of friends cuz I didn't do it long enough but I understood that I could go up the next night it's fine and yeah. do the same jokes yeah. and do better uh Although like I'm ultra sensitive in regular life, uh-huh. but I can, I can take, take the, you suck on stage for some reason, which is what, maybe cause it's so brutal <laughs> that I'm just like, whatever. But even like I, I had some really bad reviews on my last film and, uh-huh. and I, most of them, I, you know, I, at first I'm like, Oh fuck you, dude. Uh, do you know how to make a movie? Do you know how to like, you, you know, or, uh, but you know, the initial and, you know, you just get mad because, you know, they're talking crap about something you worked really hard on. But sometimes they say something that you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I I don't uh, get all um, butthurt uh, with a, a one star out of five star review. Like there's just people are going to do that and that that's the way it is. But that doesn't really affect me either. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, like the certain things that, you know, would affect a normal person. Uh, you know, going to do stand up and bombing, they would never want to do it ever again. The reason why I stopped is like I got other things going on. Uh, I I think I did the last time I did do it, I did bomb, but I was uh, um, 
I did <laughs> I did in Arizona with Ryan Stalder. Oh, okay. And I did an early show, and I did Name decent. Dropper. Yeah, yeah. Is that all right? <laughs> He'll love it. Uh, he's got locations if you want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Ryan, uh, you know, I went to Arizona, and I did a, uh, a show, uh, and I did fine. I, you know, I... I you know, I got some chuckles and some laughs and a couple of people said yeah, that, was, that was funny. And then the later one, I, I, I uh, totally uh, just like bombed so hard. Um, and then, uh, and the worst is when the MC makes fun of you. Like that, that's the classic. Yeah. But when he goes off and then when he makes fun of you and everybody laughs at that. Oh. So at least I set him up for jokes, yeah. you know, cause they, cause they weren't laughing at any of his, his jokes. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think, yeah, so I did good, I did decent, and then I, but I just did really bad, it was just, whatever, I'm new at it, like, it, like, one, I killed, I killed at the comedy store, Yeah, and then my ego, and all my, like, everything, because I'm doing this character called Bartek, and he's kind of like a a mix, like a Robin Williams (laughs) y kind of uh, Andy Kaufman, kind of very silly guy, I got my pants hiked up here i'm going old school with the jokes like old dad jokes yeah and, and my dad's really silly so i was kind of like taking in on his yeah so I, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are doing like that weird no. weird thing anymore yeah. and i did really well and i uh and and i improved off the crowd they said something and i it just came to me i said something really funny and then i was in and uh that was like really cool it was in the belly room and then after the show, I was just like, man, I'm like Robin Williams. Huh. Like, you know, and the booker was like, oh, I'll get you up again, man. It, it was cr- a big crowd yeah. for the belly room. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I was on, I was super high, you know, yeah. like from sure. that. But like, I don't know if I did comedy again for a while after that. Like, so that's what's weird about my, uh, uh-huh. my drive. Like, yeah. Like, well, no. Okay. You think you're Robin Williams will go up tomorrow night and uh-huh. bomb. Yeah. Go up, you know, you got to just keep. Yeah. Um yeah, just keep getting up on stage. Yeah. If you really want it. Or yeah. If you really yeah, love if, it. If you really right? want it and if you really love it. Yeah, but yeah. you were like, "Ah, I'm good." And then I don't you know were just what it doing was. other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, I might have uh had just started my band again. Uh-huh. Or something. Did it did, did you know your wife at that time? No, no, I wasn't with her at the time. Unless I, you can't blame your wife. Yeah, I know. It's is good. I I I stayed away from yeah. relationships uh, because I never wanted to blame the girl for ruining yeah. my uh, stand up career. Yeah, I and it can it go either. Own. Yeah, they can go either way with them. They can be a good support. Like yeah, Yoko, my wife, um, she was super supportive of this movie. I mean, we have a one and a half year old boy, uh, and you know I you know, and she's working too, and. I'm going to shoot a whole movie like when he's like not even one yet, you know, but she was really good with helping with scheduling and, and, uh, just, you know, uh, without her or, uh, okay, you know, it would have been really hard to make it happen. Plus she had some connections and she literally helped with the movie and, and put in for it. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, she's, she's helped my career. That's great. uh, In my life. Yeah. I have a, I have a boy, like a son that, you know, right now he's, you know, he's talking a little bit, but, uh, 
Yeah, who knows? I mean, I I was never even around any like babies my whole life. So like this whole thing is such a insane um kind of out of body experience like watching him grow up and then he surprises you with like learning things like how did you even learn that? Uh and just uh like I know this stuff's boring, but like, like what? Well, even uh you know, uh, the wheels on the bus go round and round. He's a year and a <laughs> half and he's doing we go up and down, and he's going up and down, and he's doing the the thing, and then uh, doing the dance. Yeah, doing the dance, uh, and he now he says dance, <laughs> and then he and he starts dancing. I love that. And then the other thing uh, before I bore everybody to death, uh, he loves hats. Like he'll make anything a hat, a pot, a hat, any. So I know that he's really silly. He'll put a hat on top of a hat, uh, and uh, it's really funny. He just runs around uh, and. A very silly boy, uh, and you know, I can't wait to, you know, I, I hope I have, like, a full-on career, and then he can, because uh, uh, I don't look up to my dad, <laughs> so I just want him to look up it's to hilarious. me. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, like you said, I think, uh, you know, you know, the right woman will motivate you to do better, and, uh, you know, uh you know, take you to different levels. And, um, I've heard that, of kids as well. So now that you have a boy, you could speak from experience. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, yeah, he, uh, I mean, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't want to turn it into a therapy session. But <laughs> he's, no, but uh, like, I mean, he, now you have, uh, you know, what, uh, two miles <laughs> to feed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so there's, so, well, she's feeding right now yeah. while I'm just this artist. Yeah, yeah. Going, I'm gonna make it, babe. You know, I got, I got a movie. I'm gonna be selling soon, and and she's we're gonna, all in. She's in. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you know, you can future trip, like think, like, like what if I just keep not making movies that make money? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's been a blessing because she, her work is five minutes, and it's her own business from the house. Mm-hmm. So. She's always she can always be there, and then the COVID thing. We've just been home anyways, but I've been at home, Dad, the this entire time while I'm writing the script and and uh, working on my stuff. So it it's all worked uh, out really well, you know, uh, creatively. I've you know, and and we're okay, you know, financially we're 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 okay. Everything's good. So uh, it's it'll just be uh, like a. Uh, cherry on top if uh i get this movie out there and it actually uh you know gets gets my my name's already out there but um you know to actually uh, start getting a career for uh doing what you love because it's i mean i think some people it's it's hard for them to just find what they love yeah uh so i've found that really love filmmaking i mean i've loved it since i was a little kid yeah uh i was doing uh like uh fan films of like scream uh when i was like 13 we were we uh talked to the elementary school we went and shot scenes they didn't know that we had knives and we were doing a killer thing like a horror (laughs) film but um like i had you know friends i had extras like i i already knew how to like fill up the school where it looked like a real school day and we're yeah and we got the and the cameras moving with the actors and I mean I'm twelve thirteen and we're doing um, you know the car running over someone and and I got 
you know, even back in the day, you could still get prosthetics like those neck slits and make that shit look good. And yeah. So I was, I was shooting stuff like movie stuff way, like even when I was really young, but I was already like good. I guess I was good at like bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Just make something happen. Yeah. And have fun with it. So right now I'm at that point again. It took a long time to, uh, with my ups and downs with, uh, with life. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Uh, so I'm finally at that point again. And it really is, is just, just make it happen. Uh, you, re- you really just got to make it happen. Uh, cause other people have asked me that I know a guy, um, a friend of mine who has a friend that ha- that's a filmmaker and just had a, a boy. He's about a year and a half. He's like, how the hell did Sean make a whole feature film, you know, with, you know, like a small budget and, and made it all happen. And, uh, I think it starts with just, uh, just you, you, uh, just, you don't know. You're just going to try. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you just get, go for it. Yeah. You just go for it. That's how you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love being out here in California. I mean, not that this place, you know, is the only place that has people like that, but I think there's just a lot more of them here, which is really cool. I love meeting, you know. Yeah, I doubt I, I. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have met you if I was still in Chicago, right? And if you were still in Florida, you know, we yeah. wouldn't have met either. So it's really cool, and uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I just love that sort of uh, spirit and attitude. Just, just go for it. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out on <laughs> yeah. know, along the way. Yeah, you know, kind of like this podcast, you know, and uh, you know w- what advice I. Uh, heard which which i really liked is start before you're ready you know because we're always uh okay when i'm ready no when i'm ready when i when i get this whole podcasting down then i'll start no you just you just start and you'll figure it out yeah you know and uh so yeah that's the way to do it man and that's what you do and uh, and i love to see that because i mean that's the way to do it and that's the way you get things done dude you know, I've heard Tarantino, you know, talk about, dude, like, you know, just, you know, making things happen out of his small apartment in Marina Del Rey. You know yeah. what I mean? And just like getting, getting stuff done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know. And then Robert Rodriguez, like, uh, with his first film, um, he, uh, I guess he, uh, got the budget through, like, uh, getting, uh, do you know the story? Oh, well, well, I know that he put uh, his uh, movie all on credit cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, that <laughs> part too, yeah. Which is amazing. You but know. you can get um, money th- through uh, trying out new drugs and, and oh, when they're doing... That's right. I don't know if they yeah. were, what they were giving him or whatever, but he went to like labs and stuff yeah. uh, to get money. That's uh, right. I, for, I, for, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he did do that. It'd be he passionate. Was, yeah, dude. He was a human experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. I remember hearing an interview with that. And just, I, I just, you know, I, I want to surround myself with people like that, dude, because that, that sort of thing is, you know, with, uh, w- what's going to keep you going, dude. Because if you're only motivated by money, you know, that's not going to fill the hole, you know, it's going to fill it for a short amount of time, but, uh, you know, for the long run, you're going to need something like the love for it, for it to fill you up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm big on meditation and all that stuff too. And I'm sober. Uh, you know, that was one, one part when I put my life through the, you know, just like, uh, hitting like bottoms and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I realize where I'm at and, you know, and, and being like being sober, it's like, okay, when I stop drinking and doing anything that fucks me up, I'm now completely insane. Mm. So now I got, now I got to like try to like work a program and try to uh, get out of this like insane selfish, self-centered, um, you know, person with, uh, that also like thinks he's amazing and hates himself at the same (laughs) time. So it's just like this insanity. And, uh, like I said before with the uh, self-sabotage stuff and, and I got like anger like stuff too. And, and it all stems from fear. And, you know, maybe fear of losing what you have, fear of what you don't have yet, uh, all that stuff. And I know that every human being has all those things. I just think, uh, me personally, I think some of the things are amped up a little bit. Um, and I can ju- justify as like, well, I'm an artist. That's hmm. why I'm, you know, super sensitive yeah. and very uh, in touch with my feelings and all that stuff. But I can also, like, uh, be like, that fucker trying to take advantage of me <laughs> fuck that guy i hate him you yeah. know and yeah. then be like whoa hold on a second yeah. uh, uh like my brain is almost like um like it's like uh i don't know the it's it's not like like, like my brain is messed up mm-hmm. basically um i was trying to get all like uh sciencey <laughs> <laughs> i can't get sciencey <laughs> I don't even know any big terms. Uh, Whatever, the chemicals in my brain, like uh, the wiring, like my heart, that's what it was. My hard wiring is a little bit off, and I I can step back and be like, whoa, that's crazy Mm. that I'm I'm thinking that way. Yeah. You know, uh, and so from there, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I also, um, I just know for me uh, it's much better, um, you know, whatever, being uh, clean, because I can't, I, I honestly, I, I can't handle, uh, I go down, I, I go down the, you know, the dumps really fast. Like, I think the last time I drank, I like was, uh, you know, just, <laughs> I almost looked at it as like, you know how, if you didn't have, if you loved ice cream and you hadn't had ice cream for like five <laughs> years and then you just go fucking bananas <laughs> with the ice cream. So I did that with the alcohol and I just, That's like, what... okay, I'm good. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. But it, the I, last time you drunk? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I went I think the second or the last one. Uh-huh. Um but I uh yeah, it, it you know, unfortunately it doesn't work for me, but also it gives me a um uh it gives me a chance to be a better person and and learn more like uh, Russell Brand, he's open with his sobriety, yeah. sobriety and I I kind of like that guy's really cool. Yeah, like, he's a modern day like Jesus. Like he's <laughs> and he's a com- comic and a performer and yeah. You know, I find these really cool people to look up to. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's a fu- good one. Yeah, that guy's brilliant. Yeah, and, and I very get, talented. Oh yeah, and I get my high from other things like filmmaking and uh, meditation and uh, uh, just all sorts of other stuff. Um, also, I you know I'm a caffeine addict too. I gotta love, love the caffeine, dude. Love. Me too. Yeah. Uh I thought I'd get real on this on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, People dang. get a really 
Well, that's what I was hoping, man. Uh, <laughs> you're like, shit, man. You just cracked uh, open a beer. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I hope Heights doesn't bring that fake shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? His bag of tricks. Uh, you know, I don't need to see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just brought a little bag. A little bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, dude. That's... Uh, uh, and you quit cold turkey? Uh... It was a process. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I would do something really stupid. And then, uh, you know, there's people in my family that um, are in uh, the program and are sober. So it wasn't like uh, foreign to me. Uh, so I would like I would go to like a, a meeting, like an AA meeting when, uh, when I do something really destructive or stupid or like feel like i ruined my entire life <laughs> but it didn't happen all the time sometimes i could just go drink yeah. it was just it was just uh eventually something bad just happens and uh i go you know or and you know and i and i i just get addicted to whatever makes me feel good um like really addicted i mean i ha- i literally haven't been addicted to booze in a long time and there is something about stopping doing it that you're just not addicted anymore but, um, but like I said, like what happened, you know, when I stopped, uh, I realized like how, like, uh, uh, you know, cause, uh, I guess with drinking, you, you're trying to like, yeah, you're trying to feel good, but you're trying to erase the feelings and then the feelings come back even worse. And then you have more bills coming at you and then you just keep drinking and yeah. you more, your life just keeps going down and then you keep drinking and it's getting worse and worse. Um, so once you stop, you're like, okay, now you gotta, you know, work with some people that have been sober and, uh, you kind of look up to them as like, uh, like, uh, whatever, like a sponsor or set, like a sensei, like, yeah. like a teacher, <laughs> like, well, this guy has a really nice house. He's really successful. He has a beautiful wife. Uh, he's been sober for 30 years. Uh, and before that, he was wrecking cars and ruining his life, and he was in jail. So uh, I'm going to look at this guy and see what he's doing. What did, How did he approach life after? Uh, and what happens, I don't think about it at all anymore. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, But I, I know that I have so much work to do as just like, because I'm, I'm selfish. And uh, But I also, um, you have to be a little bit selfish in this business. Yeah. You have to like. You got to get somewhere, yeah. you know, you got to make it, you got to make money. You got to try to, yeah. try to hustle and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, it's, uh, it's cool. And I've met the greatest people in the world through, um, through being sober, just other sober people. And I mean, it doesn't matter sober or not sober. You know, I make friends with people, but I've met some, uh, really, you you just you keep meeting more friends and and then the whole thing of that is trying to help someone that's like their life is falling apart which i need to be doing that more often uh like you know they're they're not doing well like and they can't stop like drinking or or they can't and uh the purpose you know is to try to help someone and look how much better it is you know your life's going to get better yeah uh, a lot of people, I, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like a lot of people can just have a drink and not, uh, that is just whatever. Cause I'm a bartender too. Mm. So 
uh, someone goes has two drinks and they're like, "Ooh, I'm feeling it," and uh, I gotta I gotta work tomorrow. I'm like feeling it. I gotta work. You know, I, after the second one, I'm fucking getting plowed. You know, I'm erasing any feeling or emotion. I'm gonna go fucking just have a great time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there was times where I have a couple drinks, but it was like. Yeah, I'm just going to eat and go home and I'm fine. But my brain's just going, you know, just wanting it. Like uh, people are sex addicts or yeah. whatever and uh, other other addictions, food, sugar. Yeah. Everybody has something. And uh, uh, yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. I fucking love ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's. And you don't smoke, fun. right? No. No, I never Nothing. smoked. No, I don't smoke. I never liked weed either. I I, I was the paranoid type. Oh, okay. And people would say I'm not getting the right stuff. <laughs> but I, uh, I'd either be paranoid or I'd just keep smoking until my brain felt fried and I just kept eating. <laughs> like I would just smoke, 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 go eat, and then I'd smoke another one yeah. and then go eat and not doing anything and not be able to. So it was a very unmotivated drug for me. So I, I, I couldn't. You didn't get and, into yeah, it. Yeah, and then cigarettes, just, uh, no. You didn't want to look cool? It, yeah, I never <laughs> was cool, so. Uh, and my mom would smoke. Oh, yeah? And it, yeah, and it just, my when I was a kid, my clothes would smell. Mm. I think that always st- stayed with me. I'm mm. like, I don't want any of that. Well, you could, it's weird because you could go either way, you know, like, because if they smoke, yeah, that's you know, you're going to continue that, or you could be like what you did, like, uh, you know, why would you? I like cigars though, hey. even though I can't smoke one. <laughs> like cool, but um, those are fun once yeah. in a while. That, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you catch a buzz from those too, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun, dude. Like, but like, you can get sick. Yeah. Like I've I've smoked a whole cigar and I felt like I wanted to puke. I I have. Yeah, I, several times. Yeah, I still smoke. I keep smoking yeah. them. I'm like, yeah, why yeah. do I keep doing this to myself? Every time I swear it's the last time, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, cigars are fun. Makes you feel like a big shot. Or you, oh yeah, like you accomplish something. Hell yeah! Like my uh, the the my sponsor, uh, um, he has a really good espresso machine. We have an espresso, and then go outside and smoke a cigar. I'm like, this is fucking great. This is this is as good or better than you know trying to get shit faced yeah. or, or drink. I'm like, yeah. I'm getting you know hanging out with this cool guy and just fucking chilling and espresso. That's as far as I go. And I don't do that very often either. Um, because yeah, yeah, I'm always looking. You're always looking for some sort of high. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like. Uh, did you gain weight when you stopped drinking, or did you lose weight? Uh, right now, I'm like the heaviest I, I've been, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've basically been sober for like five years or more. But I've had a couple of times where I went out one time, um, so I haven't really drank. But I, yeah, I, well, I got a little bit addicted to food. Uh, but I had one friend uh, who uh, was like a crazy exercise guy, and he was just getting sober, and and at that was like a two years ago and I lost a bunch of weight and got in really good shape for a little bit. And I wish he was around <laughs> cause it's tough, man, especially the, this pandemic thing to like go out. Like I, I did for a week, like I started running again and then, uh, eating really healthy. And then I don't know, one ice cream sandwich. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in like, <laughs> like hamburgers and 
Yeah, dude. Uh, but my wife cooks really good, and yeah. uh, but I always have to go off and uh, I mean not always, but you know I I I love like pizza and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't? But, yeah. But it's hard, you know. What you about look, chocolate? Chocolate's fucking great. Uh, yeah. yeah, cookies. I mean, even before I got uh, sober, you know. I didn't care about ice cream or anything. Like, I just wanted, like, a buzz. Uh, so it was nice almost to, like, just have fun, like, going out and getting ice cream. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, going to bed sober with head on your pillow, you feel like a 10-year-old. <laughs> I said ice cream. And yeah. So it was a nice, like, I remember those days when I, because um, I think it, well, when I met you, too, I, I was just... um. I probably seemed okay, but I, I wasn't doing well. I, I didn't have my license. Uh, and then I bombed that night when, uh, oh, here's the other thing. Like some comics can do comedy like drunk and uh, actually do better. Like yeah. Sam Kennison and stuff. Like all those guys were killing it. But I don't know if it was because I was new or whatnot, but when I did my character and I was completely sober and I was in a good state of mind, I was able to focus more and, and, uh, and even if I was forgetting the jokes, I was able to just go over it and over and over it. And before I go up and then I, and I did well, when I started drinking again, my com my little bit of, if I did comedy well, uh, it was gone, completely gone. I could not do comedy with a few drinks or it's almost like when I start drinking, my whole uh, state of mind changes. Mm. Even a friend told me when I had started drinking again, he's like, man, you seem like a different person. I wasn't even really drunk yet. Uh-huh. It's weird. <laughs> like my whole outlook on life and like higher power and, and just, it's almost like you're on this like train or uh, going down a road. Yeah. You go this way or that way. And this is how it is. If I'm on this way, I'm sober. I'm making movies. I got a family, you know, on this way, I'm fucking uh skid row eventually. Wow. It really goes that I don't know why. And yeah. uh, I just get more introverted. I get when not, you drink. Yeah. Not at, not in the beginning and uh-huh. not in my twenties. Yeah. It's fucking great. It was fun. And then they have this saying like, it's fun and then fun with problems. And then it was just fucking problems. Uh, uh and I guess, you know, Blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about all that, and then I go drink tomorrow. <laughs> but no, I won't. Uh, you know, that's, you know, I can't say it's in the past either because it's it's one of those things, you know, you never know. But I, you know, I, I know that I'm on the right path, and that's the path that I want to be. I imagine myself on big sets mm-hmm. and directing yeah. and and, uh, and being a good father and a, and a good husband yeah. and, and, you know, having a nice house and all these things yeah. eventually. Uh, I mean, I have those, some of those things, but, um, but like my drinking that just leaves me, like I get real negative. I get more introvert. Like right, right away. Or do you have to like pass a certain, uh, well, it's kind of like, well, yeah, yeah. You drank and then you're like, yeah, that was, we had a good night, you Mm -hmm. know, but yeah, right away I'm on another path. Like it's almost, um, cause I do believe in some sort of higher power that I don't, uh, you know, you don't, I don't necessarily, I mean, I, I call it God just cause it's a word. Uh, you know, I grew up Catholic, but I didn't, uh, uh, 
believe in any of that stuff, but I do believe there's a, you know, power greater than us. Like just go out to the ocean and let a wave hit you. Mm. That's a power that'll fucking, okay, there's something else going on in this universe and I'm not the most important motherfucker around. Right. Uh, That will bring me out of self and that, that all goes away when I start drinking. It's almost like I take the wheel back. Oh, okay. I'm going to make shit happen. Uh, and I have to watch myself even not drinking and not down that down that road. Yeah. It's almost like drinking is like a fuel mm. to go the other way. But like being sober and meditation yeah. and all that stuff, is, it all like helps my life. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going <laughs> to... You know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to go the... <laughs> you know, you got the devil and the yeah. and the angel yeah, on yeah. your shoulders. You know, and it, but the thing is, I always want to have that. That's why I do like horror and gore and all that stuff. It's like it, none of that stuff is like gone. That I'm not drinking. Like I'm still a rebel. But it's this uh, being too. Like I was such a rebel when I was drinking. I didn't have a license. You know, mm. <laughs> like yeah. You know, you, you could be a rebel uh, and different. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the way of like still being a good person. Yeah. Like you, you can balance it. Quentin Tarantino would be a rebel, right? Yeah. That, the the filmmaking. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talking, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that good stuff? I we're mean, getting, we're getting real here. People are getting the real, the real deal. Um, you know, I, that's just not something that you just like touch on and move on, you know, like it's pretty deep because, um, you know, like, uh, you know, substance abuse, you know, just takes hold of your whole life and, uh, you know, it totally destroys tons of lives or, you know, um, you know, when you stop, it totally transforms them into like something great and something big and, and uh, so, I mean, I could hear about that sort of stuff all day because it's just like that decision that you make every day uh, to not drink is a decision that uh, uh, completely changes your life for the better. Yeah. And you make that decision every day when you wake up and and you're constantly uh, doing what you seek out to do and what you want to do. Yeah, and the biggest part is like, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, even someone listens to this and it's like wants to get sober and stuff like that. Uh, because, you know, we're, and I totally get it, like, uh, I hope I don't offend anybody, but like someone that's homosexual, I don't understand it, right? But I respect them and I respect how they feel and that that's who they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like think like that would like, with being an addict, like some people aren't addicts and I understand that they don't understand it. Yeah. But they can respect that someone has this thing, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Um, and I mean, that's the only way I can think of it like that, where I, I understand that other people that don't, don't, uh, have, uh, whatever this is, you know, where you ruin your life with drinking and, and, uh, drugs and all that stuff. I don't know why I have whatever that is, but people have it. Yeah. Uh, people are ruining their life. And so, um, my main goal is, um, is to, uh, they, they talk about in the program that, um, uh, you have to, uh, give it away to keep it. Mm. Uh, and that means like me helping somebody, 
um, that's not doing too well, that's uh, falling apart and uh, has a addicted to whatever, you know, um, for me to just uh, share what I, what I'm doing, you know, and my life's getting better. Yeah. That's all you do. You don't go, Hey man, you need to stop drinking and stop using. Yeah. Um, you just, uh, you just tell them like, this is what I'm trying to do and, and everything's suggestions too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a weird thing, but also it's, uh, you can get, if you do, if you get sober and you do things, uh, you do, you know, you start to, uh, uh, work a program and, and try to be a better person and stuff like that. You can really, um, almost get high on, uh, on, um, on like being present mm. in the moment and, and really enjoy and start to enjoy life and appreciate things. I was always, uh, the type of person that didn't appreciate and take things for granted as a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, and I still do it and that's, you know, I'm talking about it out loud. It makes me think, you know, I gotta, I gotta do less of that. Yeah. You know, how about like, here's a good, uh, segue. Like we, uh, we took for granted that we could, uh, not be six feet apart mm. and, uh, be in a pandemic and, yeah. and, uh, all that stuff. So yeah. now everybody's is in pain. Yeah. It's crazy time right now because I'm starting to feel it now too. Uh, maybe cause I was upset about some things going on. Um, but then talking to a friend and he's like, Oh, I got personal stuff going on. Um, and another person, Oh, sorry, I haven't been able to help you with this. I got personal stuff going on. And then just kind of feeling it. Um, there's, there's some, you know, it's crazy that every human in the world is feeling a little bit like, um, either depressed or, or scared. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. in the, everywhere yeah <laughs> that's nuts yeah i started feeling that that i was kind of good at blocking out and we we're going filming and mm-hmm. making stuff happen but you know if stuff starts not going your way then you can um i, I mean well, that's not a good example but like anyways i just started feeling feeling for uh for people i guess um there was a psychic who who uh, my friend was dating, and she already knew right away my son Lennon uh, was going to be a humanitarian. Like he's going to really love people and help people. And that was that was cool. She also said he's going to be a handful, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, she's been like psychic forever. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, she had a fifty-fifty shot, but she said it, you were going to have a boy. So, but <laughs> but that was the first. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's true. He like I don't know how little kids are. But he runs up to any kids that are around and just wants to play. Because um, I've seen other kids, they don't do that. Like as soon as we go to the park or anywhere, he wants to go play with other kids. Yeah. And 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 talk to them. And, you know, it's goo goo gaga or yeah. whatever. Like here's here's a flower or a car or here's my car or here's a leaf. I want to give yeah. it to you. So that's kind of cool. That um, is cool. I, I, don't, I don't see other kids... Just, you know, like so quick to go, oh, there's another kid. Because um, they're not running towards him. Uh, and it's happened over and over and over where he just wants to play and and, uh, and uh, interact with other kids, other babies, other older kids. Do you put a mask on him? No, because oh. he can't. He's only a year and a half. He won't wear one. Oh. Um, so that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, if. if if it's uh like 
if he's getting too close. I know there's the whole awkward thing too, but um, here and there, it, you know, if it's uh, if it's Yoko's friend uh, and we're going, and then they they got their kid, then you know they're they're gonna hang out. You know, we're not can't keep them from like kids forever. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, some some parents. At first, we were very, uh, you know, protective, but mm-hmm. then it gets to a point where, you know, Lennon needs to, to interact with some uh, some other humans. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. That's I, how I feel yeah. about <laughs> us humans, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's it is so weird, weird it's, right it's now. Not na- it's not natural, dude. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're human beings, man. And, uh you know, the cruelest thing you could do in prison is put someone in the hole, you know, and there's uh, laws about how how much amount of time uh, you're uh, legally able to hold somebody in the hole because that isolation will drive you crazy. Oh, my God. It'll just drive you crazy. And yeah. for, you know, for, you know, regular type of people, you know, uh, you know, be that threshold is, is less, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you know, because we're just, we're the, we're, we're the type of people where, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a weird time. And, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it, it just, I think a couple of weeks ago too, I, I go through different phases, you know, like it, you know, different phases. I feel like it's sinking in like even more, you know what I mean? Like I felt like, yeah, no, I know we're in it and this and that, but like as more time goes uh, by, I, um, I mean, don't you feel like you're going through different phases of it? Like it more, you know, like you're really accepting it even more. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, you know, doing meetings or, or or a film meeting or whatever on Zoom, you know, it seems like people are getting really comfortable with that and that I get like resentful. I don't like that, <laughs> that we're so comfort. Yeah. Comfortable with, uh, with the just digital talking yeah. to each other. And, yeah. And, uh, I, uh, I don't like that. I mean, yeah. the, you know, I go through like Los Feliz or whatever. Uh, and, uh, it looks like mask city. Mm. I'm just calling it mask city. Like, uh, I mean, in my little neighborhood, there's not very many people that are walking around. Um, I mean, I'll put a mask on, but I understand that it's not like airborne. And if I'm not around anybody, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wear a mask. But right. if I'm going yeah. to, uh, there is a like a, um, uh, like a common sense to it yeah. too. Uh, and so, and then when I go to the store, obviously I wear a mask and uh, and that. And you know, and at first I was very paranoid, and I was wearing uh, gloves. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. My friend was telling me, me it was airborne and really watch out this week and, you know, all that stuff. And now I'm just uh, more common sense about it, um, I, you know, and respect the rules. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Uh, but, yeah, it's super weird. Uh, no one really knows what's going on. Um, but it seems it does turn into, like, a politics thing. Like, we're just, like, young people you know, in their cars with a mask on. Um, It's just a weird thing to finally like, oh, that person's really weird. What's, what's that? What's up with that? You know, um, like before, like this whole thing is just like, it was just a person. Yeah. (laughs) But now you're seeing like all these people uh, wearing masks 
and and uh and they're not even really around anybody they're young i mean i guess it the whole thing is if you have it you're asymptomatic but um i don't know like running with a mask on with nobody around really and uh, social distance yourself if you're you know all that stuff like there's a respect thing but i don't know there's a common sense thing to it all so but I, you know, I've always been the type that's a little bit like, yeah, I don't really wash my hands, you know, mm-hmm. I just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I've been more, uh, definitely a lot better about all that kind of stuff. And I think it's all good too. So there's, there's good to it. Like I had this, um, thought that, uh, and I'm an idiot now <laughs> <laughs> all the time. No, I had this thought that, uh. I was like, well, flu season and all the colds and all that stuff, I bet that's not going to really happen this year because everybody's been social. Di- I like, I feel like a lot of people are not going to be getting sick this year mm. in general because you're not shaking hands with someone that's as, uh, has got a cold or, yeah, or all I never that. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I bet a lot of less people will be sick this year. Yeah. yeah <laughs> in yeah. general. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And not only that, dude, I mean, I think that. Even after this is over, you're going to see people just wearing masks, you know. Yeah, that's and a be, shield. Yeah, that's just going to be more common now. You yeah, know? Like, which is Oh, fine. I got a cold. Yeah, no, I'm going to wear a mask. In Japan, that's what the – Japan. She, oh, my wife always makes fun of me. Japan. <laughs> Japan? Japan? I don't know. How does she uh, say I, it? I don't know, <laughs> but she goes, Japan. Japan. Uh, Japan. 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 Uh, yeah, they already, out of respect, if they have a cold, they were wearing a mask, and then us here in the United States, uh, would think that's weird. Yeah. Like, what, why are they wearing masks? And I, I would, God bless you, and then I would go to, I would listen to interviews even, um, with other people or whatever, and they'd be like, it's so weird, I don't know why, um, they wear the mask, and then they find out that they do it out of respect, you know, they have a cold, uh, so that's really cool. Uh, and that's how it, now it's not weird anymore because we're all superficial over here. Yeah. We got to always look good, yeah. especially in LA or New York. Yeah. Um, but now we, we can look cool with our bedazzled, uh, masks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I guess masks work now too, because now there's a, cause at first I get, they were saying the masks don't work, uh-huh. but I, I, they work now. Um, why are cases down or no, I guess uh, my, my, my thought was like, Oh, they, uh, it's a good uh, way to sell. Like how many millions of masks have been oh, sold? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's good yeah. revenue. Yeah, I, I've um, heard so, that. So, yes, they do work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I, Especially I, the ones yeah. that say cannibal comedian. Yes. Oh, check this out. Wow. That's Thanks. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's <laughs> got the cannibal comedian logo on it. Uh, it says cannibal, and then it has the hand. Yeah. He's holding the microphone, yeah. and then uh, comedian... In, it's and it's a, a severed blood. a severed hand. Yeah. Which is uh fun and uh yeah, you okayed that one because yeah. I was sending you logos. Yeah, it, it looks, looks killer, man. Yeah. It looks really cool. And uh and the shirt too. And yeah, they look pretty good. Yeah. Especially for the first like edition, you know, yeah. uh t shirt. Yeah. 
it's hard to sell a t-shirt before a movie's out, but, uh, you know, people that get, get them as family, friends and stuff like that. And then other people that just like horror or I got a heavy metal fan that just liked the shirt and just wanted to wear it and, uh, they're just promoting it. Cool. Yeah. Cause they're wearing the shirt. So it was good to just, cause other people are wondering why would you do that before the movie? Yeah. Um, Obviously Rob Zombie does that because he's already, uh, huge. Like, uh, people were getting tattoos of his movie before they were out yet. Wow. Like, what if it sucks? (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was pretty good, his last movie, but, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's some diehard uh, (laughs) stuff right there. And it's what is it about horror, uh, you know, fanatics that uh, are just different than any other, you know, film buffs or, like, this and that, but they really seem to be hardcore. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I've gotten more in touch with them now. Uh, you know, I wouldn't even consider my myself a hardcore horror fan. A hardcore horror fan is uh, like collects all these like cool things, and you know, their whole they probably got a room decked out with horror posters yeah. and all sorts of collectibles, and and watching horror all the time. Um, so it's really cool to see them. And then I, I always love the conventions. There's these big, massive horror conventions, which I hope that they can come back with merchandise. And and then you get to at, meet a lot of the actors that are like Freddy Krueger will come cool. to there, come to, and you can get to, uh, take a picture with them and stuff like that. Kind of like Comic-Con? Yeah. Yeah. But for horror. That's cool. Um, you know, and there's a, you know, it's, very, it's pop culture with like the Jason and yeah. the Michael Myers and the. And the Freddy, but uh, these people, some of them like the obscure things, and and uh, I uh, I really respect. I think it's really cool. It's such a cool world for me. I I just loved Halloween. I mean, like anybody, I love Halloween. Yeah. When I but I, when I was a kid, you know, my first like real get up was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I think before I even saw the movie, I just saw this guy. And then we put liquid latex on my face and made me look like Freddy. Oh. Uh, and uh, and then I put on a haunted yard. I'm like nine or ten. <laughs> and I had friends like popping out of graves. We like made, we had strobe lights and fog machines and all sorts of stuff. The, that was like my first initial like love for horror, I guess. And the, the thing with horror when I was really young was like to, uh, to sneak and like watch something or to... Uh, like uh like the first time I saw Scream, my dad took me and I was too young. Um I got too scared and we had to book it. <laughs> but uh, a couple of years later I watched it with a friend and then uh my mom picked me up and I was I felt like the that feeling when you first uh get through the fear to ride a like a big roller coaster yeah. that goes upside down <laughs> and all that. It was the same feeling for a horror film for me. Like, oh my god, I love when they you know, they cut them cut him up and his guts fell out and oh my god that kill scene was so fucking badass like all that stuff and i was so proud of myself for like sitting through a real horror film and that i think that was the initial real love and then i started acting in haunted houses and stuff when oh I was yeah like 16 i started cool and i just love the atmosphere yeah. it's just like a whole world yeah yeah and you enter into especially yeah. when i don't know some people don't like haunted houses but like the whole thing is so cool because yeah. this is like a big production and you're, yeah. you know, and you got people popping out and then you go and now you're in a forest, 
you know, or and those are really scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you got <laughs> chainsaws, and they always have the chainsaw at the end. You know, the guy with the chainsaw. Oh, yeah, dude. I, you got to have the chainsaw. <laughs> I love that stuff so dearly. I don't know what it what it was. I love, uh, um, but initially it was the Halloween thing with dressing up and trick-or-treating. And, yeah. And that whole atmosphere. Um, so much fun. Do, um, so you still do it? Do you dress up every year? Uh, what did I do last year? Uh, I think it was just something small. Like I had a cool mask. Uh-huh. Um, forget what I did uh but yeah yeah I try to dress up um even when I was doing uh like my band uh I was coming up with different like uh dress I was dressing up for that I had this like Hawaiian suit my band's called Cosmic Jetties and it's like uh the B-52s mixed with like uh like uh, sci-fi and surf and punk all in one. And then I'd have like an alien on stage and a, and a robot and this sexy girl, like sixties and a bikini dancing. And then we do this whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I had like a, a, I think I did like a turquoise and, and silver triangle over my eye with blue lipstick. And so I was dressing up for, I was just playing dress up for like my band. And, uh, so like when Halloween comes around, it was this, you know, I'm I'm doing it kind of all year long. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, that's cool. Um, Wonder how Halloween's gonna be this year. It's gonna be. You know what they're doing? They're doing drive up or drive through like haunted houses and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I already signed up for the. There's a Stranger Things interactive um, drive drive through. Uh huh. Like you're in the sh- show Stranger Things. Yeah. So you're literally it's gonna be like Universal Studios where but you're the car. You're huh. you're driving, you know, instead of being in a you know, in a ride. Yeah. So they're trying to create that. Yeah. So that's cool. So you it can have your cool. windows up and you just kinda of drive through. That's that's what they're doing this year. Nice. So there are cool advantages and, and then the drive in theater thing. We wanna do cannibal comedian at a drive in theater. That would be so cool. Like, like do a tour if we I like could. drive ins. I know they're fun, right? They are. You know. So there's some cool stuff going on. Yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah. (laughs) But except trick-or-treating is probably not going to happen, right? No. Probably not. Unless you got a mask on. A mask and then a mask over Yeah, a mask over your mask. I wonder if, I mean, some people probably will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you dress up? Uh yeah, I like yeah. I yeah, I like dressing up as scary things. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's something definitely I, I like doing cuz I love seeing people's reaction and and seeing them, you know, move to the side. Oh, and, yeah. You know, kind of like yeah. get uncomfortable just looking at you and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, that's a, lot it's of a fun. trip. And yeah, <laughs> it's it's fun. Like yeah. not being recognizable. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the right. whole thing. That's yeah. what's so fun wearing yeah. a mask, and then you're somebody else. Yeah, I think that's why I loved it so much. Uh, just like being somebody else, yeah, and being a character. Uh, it's it, yeah, it's just a ball. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have an older brother and uh, older sister, and a younger sister. Did they get into show business? My brother is a musician. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my dad was. Um, good performer, pianist, musician too. Uh, 
Did he teach you how to play the instruments? No. Well, he initially did. Yeah, he, he knew how to play a little bit of guitar, and he bought me a guitar and showed me a riff. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I you know, I I, uh, I started learning the the VHS tapes back in the day. They had like how to play like Nirvana, and yeah, I just pop one of those in, and some guys teaching you Nirvana riffs, and I I learned that way. Cool. Or how to play like Jimi Hendrix. Those are like my two first. Oh, really? Tapes. Yeah. Nice. And you know, like fifteen or sixteen when I started playing. Uh and then my little sister, she's a makeup artist. Uh I want her to get more into special effects and come out here. Um uh she's she's got a wicked talent for uh like uh, scary makeup and, oh, and cool, cool makeup. She really? does uh some of the Day of the Dead oh, stuff. Really? She does that like every year, really badass Day oh, of the wow. Dead makeup on her and her husband. Uh-huh. Look, it looks awesome. And so she's got a, a crazy talent with makeup. So is my older sister with makeup, and she was a great dancer. So um, she's not doing that now. She's got two two little toddlers, mm. or a toddler and a baby, um, eight-month-year-old boy. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, and my little sister's in some of my movies, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't, well, even when we were young, I didn't have anybody to, you know, <laughs> film, so yeah. I, would, I would make her be in my stuff. And so it was like semi-professional years later, I still was just pulling her in when she'd probably rather be doing something else and playing with dolls. Yeah. But once she was doing the, the working with me, she, she loved it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's talented. She's got, she's got chops. She's yeah, funny. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But no one's really driving for, uh, entertainment other than me right now. Um, and, uh, yeah. Did, did yeah. your dad pursue, uh, yeah. he moved out here uh-huh. and then he, back in the day he was on the gong show. Oh, wow. And that was big. And he won and, uh, he did a really cool song, uh, great balls of fire okay. on piano and, you know, uh, just killed it and, and won, won the show. Nice. And then he waited for a call, I guess yeah. <laughs> the call never came. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, he, he was out here. Uh, he was, he actually had a job, uh, and I don't think he knew it was at the time it was a cool job. He was, um, the, uh, the piano guy at, at, in the original room at the comedy store. Really? Yeah. He was a, wow. Yeah. And he was there when like Letterman was going up and wow. In the late seventies, uh, Robin Williams, he wrote a song for Robin Williams. No way. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't stick around. I don't know why. I think he just thought it was just a room. Like, yeah. like any, like he was at the Holiday Inn in Florida because it felt the same, I guess, to him. Like, well, I could be making more uh, doing a wedding, you know, yeah. or whatever. I don't think um, he knew that, you know, I mean, once you're out here, you're like, oh, uh, this is just like a room. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but it's the vibe and the energy yeah. and, the, and the and the thing. Um, but uh, when yeah. was it in the 70s? Yeah, in the 70s, he was out here. He was uh, doing... um. You know the piano guy that's always in the yeah 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 like he was uh, he was doing that. It's really cool because that place used to be a place that crooners went in the fifties, and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. played there. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, like that was a famous place, you know. So I mean, I'm sure there were legendary uh, musicians that you know gone through there and your dad was one of them which is really cool yeah he was there and then he uh his drummer 
uh, was the drummer for the Ventures, that famous surf band. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da. Oh yeah. And so that was his drummer. So he he was he was killing it yeah. for a little bit. But he said he got these like really really uh, constant um, severe uh, migraine headaches. Mm. And uh, and he was with my wife at the time, and they just had my son, and and he had some other things going on in Florida, and he just decided to go back because. Uh, I mean, he was happy because, you know, he got a house close to the water and then he had his boat and then he was, you know, six days a week doing, um, uh, music he, he, you know, he liked doing music and, yeah. uh, all cover band stuff. But yeah, he, he came out here two or three years, got, got in pretty quick. I mean, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then one, one, uh, won the talent, won the, that was like America's got talent back then. Won yeah. that. Uh, and then was the, 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 uh, guy at the original room, uh, huh. doing all the piano and stuff and meeting and writing. He wrote, like I said, he wrote a song with Robin Williams and he was here right at, that was a, a pop back then with the letter, letterman and all that yeah. at that point in the seventies was a really, yeah, that's cool. It's like comedy store in the seventies. And then in the, like the last couple of years was the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now that, now what do you think? Like. Comedy's getting in trouble, Joe Rogan leaving. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, it'll probably still pop because stand-up's kind of popular again and Netflix kind of made it popular, I feel like, on top yeah, of it. I don't know, man. The whole, you know, with big crowds, I don't see people um, going oh, yeah, back that, to yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? That's that's what that I think it. is, uh, is going to hurt everything is... Not, not to mention, you know, they're not going to be able to go to full capacity until when? Next year. Yeah. You know, uh, and, you know, playing in a half full, not even half full, probably less than half full room, you know, it's not going to be fun for people. Yeah. So for anybody, for anybody, for the comics yeah. and like with this, with the drive-in stuff, like do you honk your horn when you thought something was funny or, or like, like what, how do you get, you know what I mean? Oh, dude. Like Jim Gaffigan does a joke and then honk, honk. Oh, thank you. Two honks means yeah. that that was really funny. Yeah. Three honks. Four honks is, is heckling. Yeah, four honks is heckling. Um, yeah. Get that car yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> or if, kidding? like, someone passes out at the bar, they pass that on their horn. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a, a weird experience. But, I, you know, I was thinking, though, it would be cool is, like, to have some stand-up comics at a drive-in. Yeah. Um, And then... um. Like it, because improv is doing stand up at the drive-in. Oh, but, they are. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. And then the to have a uh, cannibal comedian connected somehow uh -huh. It'd be so cool to have stand up and then a that drive would be really cool a drive-in movie. Yeah, yeah, or intermission. I yeah yeah I I you know um, with Instagram and stuff like that, I'm not entirely positive, but. I've been just adding a lot more like horror fans mm -hmm. to the movie and they seem to be more receptive. Uh, so I, I almost don't know how to get in with the comedians with the, with, the, cause my whole, my whole plan was 50% or not 50%, but like get all the, the comics um, to, to be interested in uh, this uh, movie about stand up comedy and horror, uh -huh. you know, get, uh, try to have them wanting to, uh, to be a part of or uh, to promote or, you know, talk about, I mean, you can't get anyone to do anything, but I mean, just uh, like have horror 
people, you know, the horror fans and the stand-up comedy. Basically, I was that, those were the two outlets I was trying to yeah like say hey bring together yeah bring together. But yeah. it seems that I'm just going towards horror because it doesn't seem like the stand-up comics are uh, as receptive. But yeah. I haven't shown them much yet. Right. Either. I don't have much trailers to show. It's just as, like I, uh, you know, um, you know, a lot of stand-up comics are. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's hard to get any rhythm, you know, going because you know you're doing like a Zoom show here, or a backyard show here, maybe. Yeah. You know, no open mics are going on. None. I mean, huh? No. Man, that's no, that's hard. <laughs> dude, it's brutal because, <laughs> you, you, dude, I mean. Uh, you were going. You, know, you, you know, I mean, you know, from doing stand-up, you need to work out, you know, bits. You need to, you know, work them out. And oh, if you do man. one, you know, you can't do it like doing a show once a week or once, you know, every three weeks or once a month. Do you keep in touch with other comics just to see like, hey, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, dude. I mean, because, yeah, that's a serious thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, like what you uh, said earlier about, um, you know, uh, you know, comics uh, using it as a form of therapy. And, uh, yeah, uh, m- most of them do, you know. But most of them are, you know, they're, they're funny. And uh, so it's good. It's a win-win. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah. And not only that, you know, we're just used to being around people. And, yeah. you know, you know, even though I, I feel like, you know, stand up comedy is kind of like an individual sport, you know, kind of thing. Like we're good, you know, we're kind of loners, you know, like I don't need to yeah. be a, a part of a clique or anything like that. Like, you know, stand up. It's all me. You or know? like an improv group. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, I listen to Mark Marion and stuff. He's he's uh, back in the day. He'd be like, like an improv group. Yeah. like. But really, he he would say I was scared to go do that because that I I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So he yeah. would act like he's better. Yeah. And, right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's what I mean. I like both. I just I didn't get into to it enough. Um, yeah. But I like uh, yeah, it's cool. Like SNL, you know, it kind of takes on both. Yeah. Stand up comics and uh, and improv groups. Uh, people from it's from mainly improv. Yeah, but they would say you know SNL like Dana Carvey and Will Ferrell like they're from uh, improv, not stand up. That's you know that's well, really you know what I I didn't even think of SNL during this time right. Oh yeah, so, it's weird right now too. They were trying. I think they're still doing it. Are they? Yeah, it was, it was all like Zoom style. Really? Not Zoom, but yeah. you know um, FaceTime. I don't know what you call it. Digital. Yeah. Uh, from their house, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, oh, that's that's so, uh, man. I I got to check that out because uh, I can't imagine it being funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard enough with people, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's hard, you know, with people, and you know, and uh, wow, that that could get awkward really quick. Yeah. Well, good thing with that. Oh no. Well, now I guess it, it it cannot be live. They can just uh, record it. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing that because um, that was the whole thing of it is being live. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that stuff. I mean, I, I was getting obsessed with just watching anything, anybody that was on SNL talking about it. 
uh, even back in the day, like I, I like, you know, I wanted to be on it, but I, I didn't have the drive. I was at the UCB, um, back in like 2005 and seeing some of the guys, um, like Bobby Monham or something. Uh huh. I think that was one of the guys, but I'd see like guys that were on SNL a little bit later, uh, like hanging around. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Uh, but like I, I took one class and, uh, and, uh, the teacher <laughs> had me like, um, she goes, Sean, can you wait after class? I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> uh, and she goes, uh, do you have ADHD? <laughs> wow. Are you serious? Yeah. I said, no, I was just nervous. I didn't know what to do. She's like, Oh, okay. Uh, and then she failed me from the class. Uh, wait, wait at the end of the thing. Uh, you do a, uh, you go to UCB theater and you actually do a show, um, at the end of the class, like uh-huh. that's the grand finale or whatever you call it. But the end you have to perform on stage. Yeah. That's what you do with, with your class. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I thought I was Will Ferrell, I guess. And, uh, the, there was a scene, well, actually this is probably really controversial now, but whatever. Um, uh, there was uh the these two two of the um the females or whatever they they acted like they were little girls playing with dolls yeah and i um i was just thinking like my dad when i was a kid he'd come out in his underwear and i was so <laughs> embarrassed he had like pee stains on his underwear and i'm like oh dad you know like i'm a kid and he'd be like hey Sean where's the remote or something whatever <laughs> uh and uh and so i i came out I'm like oh Stephanie, like I, and I pulled my pants down, just my underwear. Yeah. Um, and I go, oh, hey, Stephanie. Uh, oh, uh, patting her on the head. Uh, um, nice to see you with, uh, hang, hanging out with the kids or whatever, or hanging out with my daughter and stuff. And I'm like right there, you know, like package, like in between them. Well, all right, I'm going to go uh, watch uh, my favorite show or something. All right. Good to see you, kids. You know, just not being, um, like perverted about it, yeah. but just like that fucking lazy dad, yeah. like just fucking unaware yeah. that he's in his fucking underwear. <laughs> and that was the bit, but you're never supposed to actually, um, you're supposed to fake. Oh, okay. Like P- Panama or whatever, yeah. where you act like I pulled my pants down, but I thought I was Will Ferrell cause I would watch SNL and you right. know how you pull his pants down. Yeah. And so I was just like, Hey, how you doing? All right, cool. All right, well, uh, yeah, keep playing with those dolls, uh, you know. And I'm standing right there, like my junk is uh, like right there while they're like playing, and I'm like doing like a Will Ferrell kind of stance, like just being silly, yeah. You know, did it get laughs? I got laughs. Yeah, nice. totally, totally yeah. got laughs. Nice. Uh, after she said, "Oh my God, Sean," she had me stand and she was yelling at me and saying, uh-huh. "Like, what if these? Um, they weren't young girls. They're like in their twenties or whatever. Yeah, um, in the class, but in the performance they played what a bit." Anyways, what if they had been raped? She said that was horrible that you were doing that, and uh, I was just trying to be funny. I wasn't, uh, and she failed me from the class. And then when I I felt like the biggest piece of shit and so horrible inside, and I went outside and everybody was like, "Dude, that was so funny!" <laughs> like the the yeah. other uh, the audience, yeah. Uh, do you do comedy all the time? Like, it, oh, that was awesome. Like, yeah. Like, literally, like, getting full on, like, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. You pulled your pants down. Uh. And so I didn't do it again after that. But I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have, like, the full on drive 
but I definitely have the, um, I feel like I have the chops if I worked at it. Yeah. To, um, to, cause I know like even Will Ferrell got funnier. Yeah. Like through the years. Yeah. Like really owned in on, yeah. on what he can do. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, was a, that was a dream. Uh, maybe in my next life, <laughs> maybe I can host SNL one day. <laughs> That'd be um, cool. Yeah. But that was, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was my dream too, man. Like, SNL. Yeah. SNL was uh that was uh that was a dream, man. Like I you know, they it it totally changed my life seeing it like in fifth grade. And uh yeah, it was just like crazy, man. Like I you know, I'd talk about it, you know, the next day to other kids and be like, Oh, did you see that skit with Bill Murray? And you know, he did that one uh sketch and you know, and like and some of them were into it, but most of them were into sports. Right. And uh, although I, I, I liked sports, uh, I wasn't as passionate as as I was towards, you know, you know, seeing comedy like that. Yeah. What was your first uh, stand-up comic that you were just like, oh, I got to do that? Or did it happen like that? Like, uh, how did it? Um, You know, I don't really remember, but I remember seeing Don Rickles and just, like, loving it and, my dad loved it, and yeah, uh, yeah I, I remember. But I never thought I could do that. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't until later, I guess, uh, when I was like, "Yeah, I could do that." There's something really cool, like even when I did the Haha ha Cafe, because you get to get on the big stage when yeah. you do it, and you got the light on you, and then uh, it's all on you. You got the microphone, you got a good PA, and you're like, "Wow." Like, it's not like you don't feel like a god, but you feel like it's all on you. And you feel like if you can be funny, you got not not power, but, like, just, like, you feel you feel really cool. Yeah. Like, it feels re- – it's it's a out-of-body experience. Like, but if um, you don't have your shit down, then you suck or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I when I would go up, I was almost like – you know what it is? It's like um, – it's like getting getting in, like, a NASCAR – and yeah. uh, I don't really know how to drive this thing, but it's fucking cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that when you get up on that big stage it's with a good the mic, analogy. yeah, uh, with starting, and I, I go, oh, I could get this though yeah. if I really worked on it. But like yeah. that, that's that feeling with, with the mic, and you're, yeah. you're up there, and yeah, can't really see much going on, yeah. and you're like, whoa, this is all on me. Uh, yeah. And and I didn't get that pressure of like, oh, I don't. I was just, I had the, I had like, oh, can I try to actually be funny? Mm. Uh, and do I even have good jokes? And yeah. that was no, no. <laughs> oh, but I, you know, just trying to work it out, like you said. But even as a beginner, that's how you just have to do it. You yeah. just have to kind of fucking suck. Yeah. Um, and try to figure out what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Because, you know, and as a, you know, as an artist, we, or I do, like, I'll look down on it and I'm like, that is not funny at all. And I suck. And. But then when you actually perform it and then you, like, made someone laugh, you're like, whoa, like, that worked. Yeah. And uh, that was funny. Yeah. And when I did in front of my, like, brother or uh, or some friend and said, <laughs> go back to your day job, you know, because that's usually the response you get from any joke. Yeah. But when you go on the stage and, you, and then you made people laugh with it. Yeah. That's with you forever. And you go, no, they just don't know. Uh, you know, it's almost like don't try out jokes in front of like people that are gonna probably down you anyways. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that, uh, there's nothing like that, um, to make people laugh, uh, and to, yeah, just to be on that stage and have that, uh, have that experience. Yeah, dude. It's like riding a wave. I, yeah. you know, I rode a wave a few times. I've surfed yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I found out I don't want to do that either when I got sucked under water <laughs> for a long time. Oh, <laughs> well, it felt like a long time, but it's probably like five seconds. Dude, but it's the feeling seconds. of like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Where was that out here? Uh, in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's tough, man. Surfing is hard. Yeah, you kind of have to grow up with it. I wish I could do that too. And you look at people going, oh, "I'm going surf." I'm like, "Oh, that'd be perfect with the pandemic." Yeah. Being able to go surf. Yeah. You know, yeah. really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and that's a form of meditation, right? Oh I mean, man, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Total focus. Yeah. Um, serenity. You're on the, you're on the ocean. You're, you know, anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's either peace or chaos. Right. Yeah. Um, in a split second. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. It's been good. <laughs> I'm almost like, uh, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, what if I said too much <laughs> where people are going to, you know, come back at me or something like that? Because uh, I know that I'm, you know, I'm not a celebrity or anything, but uh, it's that, you know, that. 20 years ago, yeah, you said this, right. and then they, yeah, super I, sensitive right now, though, isn't it? Did it I, is. Did, it's I, like, did I say anything that would <laughs> fuck me up, you think? You know, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you, you said things that, that uh, could inspire and uh, and help somebody, so you should be proud of that. Because, I mean, somebody, you know, maybe across the world or even – the, you know, close by could hear a certain thing that you say yeah. and it just clicks in them. And, uh, all of a sudden they're on a new path just because of what you said. So, oh, oh, I mean, that would be crazy. Awesome. They say, you know, in the program, you know, being sober or whatever, uh, you're not supposed to, uh, you know, shout at the top of a mountain like, Hey, I'm sober. Because the next day that, that person drinks and then you're like, hey, it doesn't work. Oh, I see. Uh, but that's just an old analogy. Mm -hmm. But I see like a lot of sober people talking out loud nowadays um, on social media, especially like yeah. they show their chip. Mm -hmm. They've been sober for a long time. And yeah. I'm like, hey, you're kind of like, uh, uh, you know, going against that, mm. that, that old saying and that old uh, tradition to not uh, let people know that um you know people are just supposed to come find you i guess um but uh it's but it seems like um i'll just say like aa is much more commercial now like it's not like weird anymore like you see it in like every show like not every show but a lot of shows like uh you know aa meetings and and uh substance abuse i see it in a lot of the uh, stories of a lot of these series even the show I worked on, like the mom was a, you know, heroin addict or yeah. something yeah, yeah, and uh, had to go to meetings and yeah. all that stuff. So it seems much more, uh, uh, commercial. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff. Like, uh, cause I think a lot of, uh, artists are, are addicts. Oh, That's yeah. so, you Big know, time. These, and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, comedians too. There's a self-awareness too, to it all as well. Like, 
you know, you can uh, just not believe you have that problem for, you know, like my dad is kind of a sample. Like he did AA, but he was sort of self-delusional. Like um, he got hooked on the um, the oxys uh, and uh, and didn't drink anymore. And he's like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm like, well, yeah, now you're addicted to something <laughs> else, dude. <laughs> like total like, yeah. You know, I don't even drink anymore. Like, like saying he's not an alcoholic. Like, oh wow. Well, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. doing something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're still that. Yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. But there's that thing, you know. People are very self delusional. So, uh, I hear that happens I, a lot. I'm self delusional, but I I do also know that my life seems to be better when I'm, um, like I said before, on this path. I guess, uh, or just not drinking and, and, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I can still mess up a lot and whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's great that you could, uh, you know, realize that, uh, that was the problem and, uh, stop it and see, you know, your life change before your eyes. I mean, that's, that's, that's really powerful. You know, it's almost like a movie, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But it's real, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is so, so crazy to think about it. Like, I mean, you, you, you know, what you, you know, your whole story is like a movie and, um, but it's playing out in real life. Yeah. It's playing out. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie cannibal comedian is definitely the best thing I've ever done. It really is like my, uh. Uh, livelihood I guess like like it's it's uh because it you know I and so many people put so much into this and as anybody does in any movie uh and you just hope for the best uh original it's an original idea and we hope we executed it correctly and and we're gonna learn from the things that we didn't uh but I definitely went at this one way uh you know uh just a lot better and uh, at a more professional manner and uh, and really worked, you know, uh, you know, tried to get a good script and, and uh, you know, have the right people, uh, the right crew. And, uh, you know, I didn't even do full-on auditions. I knew that you'd be perfect for that part way before when I was first writing it. I actually had you in mind. That's cool, dude. I remember you. I remember you contacted me on Facebook, dude, and you re, and you were telling me about it, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, for sure." And this, this, I think this. When do you think that was when you contacted? Me? Probably like last year. Yeah, it was time? last year because it was February. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was February when we shot it. Yeah. So it was like, what would you think it was like around this time, like last year, or maybe probably? It was, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Real interesting. I was so happy that you were down to do it. Yeah. Um, I first i I got the the first thing that really got this thing going was I got together with Ryan Stalder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had a you know a decent script, and then uh, I sent it to him, and he went through it because I my idea was to have a real stand up comic kind of like look it over. Yeah. You know that was the whole thing. Yeah. You know, trying to make it a real thing um you know have the stand-up whatever he added like jokes and he you know and, and the the environment and making yeah. it feel like a real stand-up comedy he club. did 
He helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he went through the whole the whole script and uh, made uh, different. Uh, you know. Uh, just crossing things out yeah. and adding things and stuff like that. So we got together and I was talking to him about, uh, you know, where we're going to shoot. And he goes, Oh, I got a, I got a place called the murder cabin <laughs> that my uncle and my, uh, and, uh, or I think it's his brother's uncle. Yeah. yeah they all own his brother. They all own it. Yeah. <laughs> this murder cabin out in yeah. the middle of the desert. And, uh, and I was like, wow. And he, uh, turned me on to that. And then, yeah, that was that was the first momentum, like of him working on the script, and I was excited to like just talk to him again because I hadn't talked to him in a long time, and and I always like look up to stand up comics, um, in a way of like I can't believe you guys do that all the time, and and and, uh, and it's such a cool art. It's one of my favorites, and it's something I, you know, I did a little bit of, but I just really look up. That's to how him. we met. Yeah, yeah, through Ryan. No, we met yeah. doing stand-up. But yeah, yeah, doing stand-up, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? doing the same show, yeah. And uh, you know, it was a, a road gig, and uh, I think you came to my place, right? And then yep. uh, then I drove us down there, which was by Joshua Tree, so it was like what, like an hour and thirty minutes away, yeah, two hours away. Yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, I remember like talking to you, and uh, you know, just you know hearing your story and it was just uh you know really interesting you know you told me about your, your musician days and you know and it was really really fun man it was really cool yeah i bombed <laughs> that night so bad uh but ryan said uh he goes man you you're it's really funny when you bomb so i was like yeah. okay well that's cool i guess yeah yeah no, dude, that was that was a that was a tough little uh, uh, place, dude. That was a tough place. He was all like, "Bartek will do good there." Yeah. Like my Polish character. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> they're like, "Do a Polish joke." Yeah. I don't know any Polish jokes. <laughs> uh, I have my my wife, she has a uh, she wants to get rid of me. She has a Polish remover, <laughs> uh, but that's all I have. You know, and I do that, that the guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he's, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have my. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, I was in a hot tub uh, with three hot blondes. Yeah. They're all nice guys. Yeah. We... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know why the. Uh, Vampires have sore throats. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they they're always in their coffin. You know, <laughs> you're like kick me out. You're crushing it. <laughs> you kick me out the podcast. It just goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it just... <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, but I I would just do like fifty bad one-liners with that guy and we have a, we have a good time we have a good show and uh i have a the, producer and he uh, should have made a cameo in cannibal comedian yeah i want to put that character in uh my new one um uh he's a uh, loves uh aliens and area 50 like we turned bartek into like a, a sci-fi nerd yeah uh that's but he's cool still yeah he's overdoing it with sci-fi like have like a you know, LED lights on his shirt and yeah. it's all like nerdy and, and funny. And, uh, I could totally uh, see that dude. Yeah. 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 
but I would be clean shaved and I have my pr- hair like really done up really cool. Like, yeah. uh, like to the side yeah. all the way. Right. Right. And then, yeah, my pants were way up and then like, okay, all right, we make a show. <laughs> we have fun tonight. Hello, ladies, <laughs> ladles and jelly spoons. We have a good show. Yeah. No, I, I guess I can drop, I can fall right into that guy. Yeah. He's, uh, that that char- that that you ask I know you're gonna ask me uh <laughs> no that character comes from uh, <laughs> uh uh um I was in a band uh with all uh, Polish guys in New York City uh-huh. uh it was an alternative rock band and, uh-huh. and uh and they uh they inspired that character and they were Polish yeah they were all hundred percent Polish so I was around them a lot and that kind of <laughs> They were kind of silly and fun and and really nice people and that you know that was just kind of like where Bartek, uh, and then they had a friend named Bartek. I was like, that is the craziest name <laughs> ever. Name. It's yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, totally. Especially for that sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. You know? Hello, like I, tech in it. I am the Bartek. <laughs> can, I, can I ride with you guys? Don't worry, I talk a lot. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> uh yeah yeah that that's a fun one and then uh you know i love characters for sure um but what's cool is stand up you are like this all all um uh, alternative what's the word uh you become someone else though yeah you are a character even if yourself yeah if you're you are yourself right yeah you have to yeah, you're an amped up out. version yeah. of yourself. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I, when I saw your stand up, I was like really impressed. Uh, you did the DJ guy. I yeah, love that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I had a problem with um, scaling down that um, amped up version of me because that became <laughs> it, it became a yeah. character. You know, yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, well, on (laughs) stage, you know, so like, you know, it's weird because uh, then you have to write for that voice. You know what I mean? That 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 sort of character. And like that, that's not me. You know, that was just me just amped up, you know, trying to not bomb in front of, you know, these 20 people and whatnot. You're always on the ledge. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you come up with material on stage is that how you kind of work yeah yeah i'm I'm really good at uh off the cuff you know and um you know i just uh i i like writing from there i guess uh and I, I think i'm like i i don't know if i'm like dyslexic but like you know i always had trouble writing you know what i mean like because maybe i had you know, ADHD. And yeah, yeah. when I look at a paper, you know, like I'll look at the words, but you know, I can't focus left to right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I yeah, have yeah. trouble with that. Yeah. So I have trouble writing. So, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, what, what developed was, uh, improv skills because yeah. I, I had to force myself to make up stuff. You know, and that 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 came from uh, being in class. You know, when the teacher's like, write an essay on you know this, uh, you know whatever subject you're covering. Let's say you know history. You know, Washington D.C. You know, so uh, you know I would write maybe half an essay, and then the other half uh, I'd make up. You right. know, because we'd have to read it in front of the class. Oh wow! So, yeah, wow. yeah. So like the other half, I just. Yeah. 
freestyled it. Freestyled it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's where, you know, my... The, 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 Another whole skill comes yeah. out of that. That's yeah. what's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, I think some of the greatest guys, they just work it out on stage. They don't write all that yeah. shit down. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and you mentioned Bill Burr, yeah. you know, earlier. Uh, you know, because they asked him. I heard him say he just writes bullet points. Yeah. And then he goes off of that. Yeah. That's you know? amazing. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm the same way, you know, more conversational, you know, other people are, you know, it, it needs to be word for word, you yeah. know, but, uh, yeah. I hope it comes back. I would, I would love to do it again. Like, uh, hone in that, like, you know, if I got to a place where, you know, I, you know, I'm doing pretty good with the movies, maybe I'm like, okay, what, what else? Maybe at, and it, it seems like it would be easier, um, like music and music's way easier, but, uh-huh. but stand up to, to later on, like say I, I have, um, some sort of success in entertainment. It'd probably be easier to go into stand up because yeah, like a Judd Apatow, he was able to go right back in yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and he doesn't have to go to a shitty open mic. Nope. He can go in front of people. So yeah. I could go bomb in front of people yeah. if I was somewhat popular yeah. and learn um, a little bit. Uh, I guess it would be a little bit easier. But uh, also with, like, music, like, I could probably start a band easier. Yeah. You know, right. I, you know, yeah. like, like Dave Grohl with the Foo Fighters. He was coming off of Nirvana right. as the drummer. So yeah. Uh, people were itching right. to be in his band. They're gonna take him more serious too. Yeah, right. So I hope that something can get to a nice level where I now I can. It'll be it never. Nothing's ever easy, but just uh, you know, I don't have to go. Uh, you know, play music in front of one person. Yeah, like the horror fans will come out to see my music, or the the people that watch a movie that I did or something. Yeah, they'll find out. Oh, he's got a band. And it's good because I've been doing that for a long time, so I'm good yeah. at that. Uh, Stand up, I'm not very good at yet. I mean, I stopped entirely, but yeah, I have the funny in me. Yeah, it's just a part of me. Totally. So it's just going through all the hardest things. Yeah. To, and, and supposedly uh, Eddie Murphy's going to do it again. I know that'd be amazing. What do you want uh, people to take away from uh, the film? Uh, yeah, Cannibal Comedian. You know, I, 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 uh, that is a really good question. I just, you know, I just want them to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some story and, uh, and the, the actor Aaron Prager is fantastic. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. who else? <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're all really good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> uh no, but everybody yeah, and I you know everybody's awesome in this film and uh it, it's very special to me and I think to others and, and things like that. But what I want to get out of the movie or I want people to get out of the movie is just to be entertained. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's good, dude. Yeah. I mean, what more can you, you want as uh somebody that that's creative and that's putting out some art, you know? Be entertained, you know. Um and uh yeah i think this movie definitely has i mean it was fun being on set man i'll tell you this you know um and 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 even reading the script um 
I was entertained. Cool. You know? Yeah. So uh, if you could be entertained by just reading it and then and then being on set uh, and then seeing it, it was uh, it was really cool. Yeah, um, and each character brought something out of what I had initially written, and I let some improv go on and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and we were talking about earlier, like Christopher Nolan will, uh, the actor will be like, uh, so should I do this approach or, or what should I be thinking in the scene or whatever? And he goes, what do you think? And, uh, and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And, but he made it like a playground. Uh, and that's, and, uh, he talked about Heath Ledger, you know, they all just were having fun, Mm -hmm. especially the scene that they were talking about in particular was, um, where they're with the gangsters mm. and the Joker walks in and he, does the pencil he, trick. Yeah. He was improving, doing different things. Yeah. It was all like kind of improv yeah. scene and they were all just having fun. Yeah. And that is so cool. It is cool. Um, that's, that's the best. Yeah. Uh, and they, they talked about too, that he, they said that Heath Ledger got so dark uh-huh. in the movie and that's yeah. why he, uh, he went, got, but the, he said that that he the case, says, right? no, they were yeah. having fun. It right. Was, and he said he was out of character yeah. right when they, when they cut. Yeah. He goes, was that good? Like right. he was even asking yeah. the other actors, do you think I should do that? Should I do that growl? Yeah. Or whatever he did. He, yeah. Um, he did the growl and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like he was coming up with that yeah. right then. Yeah. But that's the best. Like you think that shit's all written. Yeah. But um, I think we have some of that in Cannibal Comedian where, we're coming up with some cool, cool shit right yeah. on the spot. I hope that comes, you know, that's yeah. what we hope for. Yeah. But it felt good yeah. when we were on set. Yeah. Uh, you were only there on the comedy days, which right. those were fun. Yeah. But when we were out in the desert, I was like, guys, I think we're making a really good movie. <laughs> They're like, okay, no. But, like, <laughs> I felt like, uh, dude, yeah, cause, I think this is going to be something. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like, yeah. Like if I, and I also, I don't know if everybody always thinks that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it felt that way for us on set and we all became like a family and we we're on this like little tiny cabin together, uh, for these days. And we all, um, uh, you know, the big thing, like not really any ego, uh, involved and nobody really thinking they're special and we're all just trying to work together. Especially on such a low-budget film, like even, uh, you know, people think this is crazy, but the main actor, you know, is like, oh, did you want me to go grab the catering? Like, like yeah. everybody everybody was helping, and uh, I, I cherish that uh, as all of us, you know, really had in, creative input on, on this, and, and uh, it was such a cool experience. It happened so quick, and then COVID happened, thankfully pretty much after we shot yeah wrapped. yeah that's that's incredible dude i mean how is it i mean did you freak out did you were you like what's gonna happen to my film like or did you like not even go there did you like start thinking about your own health and uh, your this and your family but no all about film <laughs> yep yeah no oh. No, uh, I mean, cause I mean, dude, I mean, I was flipped like, out at yeah. first, but I was, I was like at the time I was like, Oh, everybody that talking about the movie, uh, we're like, you know, hell yeah. We got that all filmed yeah. before all yeah. that shit went down. Yeah. So we finished in early February. Yeah. Yeah. With everything. 
But then you realized that you needed some more some yeah, pickup yeah. shots. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's when we started talking. Yeah. And, and we went out in the desert with a couple of us, guerrilla filming and and uh and uh being cautious of everything yeah. and everybody was cool and yeah. got that done and I think that was before we could even do the rapid tests and stuff like that and that mm-hmm. you know on the next project I really want to shoot it this year. We have to really start moving quick. Uh, I have the other one, and we have a rough script already on a, a horror. Uh, uh, it, I'm calling it like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Alien. Mm. It's got an uh, element of apocalyptic, like Hills of Eyes and Texas Chainsaw, like, you know, another cannibal family. Nice. Uh, and uh, And then it's also got the alien thing going on, too. Uh, so I was I was incorporating a, a little bit of sci-fi into uh, this world of uh, horror. I mean, they've done it before, but I don't know if they've done it where they literally do like Alien and Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, into one. That's so know? cool, dude. Uh, so I mean, a- you're already incorporating like two worlds that you know, like don't they don't normally cross. No. You know what I mean with the stand-up comedy yeah, and, and, and the horror, yeah. and now this one with you know. The the sci-fi and the horror, I, yeah. I love what you're doing, man. I, Thanks, I, man. I think that, um, you know, and that's why it's important to hear, you know, these uh, up-and-coming uh, artists, you know, filmmakers, actors, musicians, stand-up comedians. Basically, everyone I'm having on my podcast is not exactly, you know, mainstream you know, some might be, you know, uh, but for the most part, they're they're the they're the ones you're going to be hearing about in uh, months, years to come. So I think it's really cool to uh, to get that uh, point of view from somebody that's not there yet. You know what I mean? Like completely, you know, and and see the, how much I change on the next one. Like, yeah, showing up, I got whatever. Yeah, all the all the cool stuff. Yeah, maybe you'll just go to set just, uh, with a helicopter at, uh, yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I roll now. <laughs> yeah, I like listening to uh, very successful people, either celebrities or uh, just uh, anyone in the entertainment industry, and and hearing them talk about how they have to, you know, keep a. Uh, a level head mm-hmm. uh, because it does get weird and mm-hmm. all these people do want not only want something from you, but they all want to, you know, be around you yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> far from that. Uh, but I, uh, but I like listening and hearing people um, be pretty, uh, um, uh, whatever, right sized, mm-hmm. uh, feet on the ground, know where they came from uh type of people even if they're at this like high level yeah uh because you got to know where you came from and uh you know i I do see myself like like getting a little bit like over like like uh being like oh man i'm a badass but i i know that i i i uh where i you it's just it's where you come from anyways I, i just don't um, uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I'm gonna be a total asshole when I'm famous. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, you just I don't know. 
uh, it, the whole thing it, too is it's it's not about. I think when I was younger, I wanted to be famous. Yeah. Right. Um. Now it's like, can I put food on the table, making like a low budget horror? That would be fucking cool. That would be cool. I don't <laughs> care. I mean, popular enough to be able for people to buy my movie. Yeah. I'm not looking. I don't want to be Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, and I and I and I won't. I probably won't be anybody that big. Like my brother or someone will say, like, man, you're gonna be like Rob Zombie, and, and or other people will be like, don't forget me when you get big. I've mm-hmm. always heard that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be big, so we're good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I just. I want to be able to go out there and film and make money and then uh, go in the recording studio and record music yeah. and go play yeah. uh, and and bring in enough money to uh, survive. Yeah. That is the goal. That uh, And then to have uh, cool people to talk to and cool people to meet and to have fans. How cool would that be? I mean, I've, I've experienced a little bit of it and uh, it's uh, pretty amazing. And... Uh, yeah. I like it, dude. Um, you know, I tell people all the time because I've been in L.A. for 20 years now. And, uh, yeah, just that in itself is an accomplishment. And I, um, you know, what you described is just continue doing what you love to be doing. And then you're making a living from it, you know, on a smaller scale uh, then, you know, somebody who's making those Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies or those, uh, you know, Friday the 13th movies or what, uh, any other movies that's higher budget, whatever. If you could make a living doing what you're doing and you're saying, yeah, that's good enough for me. I'm, 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 dude, that's, that's fucking, that to me is success. You know what I mean? Like. And what is famous anyways nowadays? Like you can just be a YouTuber and, and yeah. you're. You're famous. You're getting millions and millions of views. And yeah, uh, I mean, when you say that, like another friend of mine was uh, coming up with a, an idea for like if if it was a bigger movie, you know, like a Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, and then he was talking about like me directing it. Just he doesn't have those contacts or anything. But I I go well that would be badass. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be like no I'm right. doing yeah. low budget <laughs> right. horror. I'm, right, right. You know, but I also think it's a process too. You know. Uh, you got to really believe in yourself in, mm-hmm. in some, some manner. Um, and uh, you got to be kind of crazy too to think that I'm going to be a filmmaker and that that's how I'm going to, yeah. I, I got nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, that's what I do. And that's all I know. Uh, and even if I stop for a little bit, I always go back to music and film and stuff. But I, I do believe, uh, that, um, like some of the successful people, um, like Kevin Hart is like, you know, that's, you know, like he's like a God or whatever. Like he's most successful from, you know, low to yeah. the highest level of success. Yeah. Uh, but the way he talks and, and, uh, even, um, uh, McGregor, um, the fighter, you know, oh, yeah. he, he would just believe that he was going to be the best, you know? Yeah. You gotta have some of that though. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do, uh, visualize that. I will be, um, like, uh, I mean, I, t- you know, I, I have some of that and I also go, I'm never going to be like a Rob Zombie, but I also have to admit that I do do that. I go, I am going to be the next, uh, big time John Carpenter, Wes Craven, 
Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, Eli Roth, uh, Quentin Tarantino, he does a little horror, but uh, I'm going to be that next guy. And that's that. I have some of that, though. That, But other people will be like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> you're not that. But you have to have some of that. You have to. You have to visualize that shit. Um, you know, otherwise, like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I think if you don't visualize that stuff, you got, uh, you know, whack uh, fucking... Uh, uh, imagination <laughs> you know yeah. it's not strong enough to imagine you as a s- big uh you know successful you know director yeah and then the other part too is like uh uh that this is a whole process like if i would have for cannibal comedian if we would have got this like fully financed and got some big stars in it i i would have fallen apart i wouldn't have known how to deal with uh, big time actors probably i wouldn't have known I'm still trial and error. I'm learning. Mm. I'm learning how to be a director. I'm learning how to how this all this all yeah. works. So I'm so grateful that I was able to do it my way. Yeah. And make my own mistakes. And then by the time, you know, I hope to make a, a couple films a year. That would be yeah. the, that would be what I would want to do. And then by the tenth film, maybe I get a Friday the thirteenth, you know, the newest one. And they go, Sean Heights, this guy's been killing it. Um so that that too, but you know, I do want to, um, you know, on these films, make a little bit so I can uh, provide. Oh yeah, and, man! Your uh, kid has yeah. to go to college, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So buy his t-shirts, guys. If you yeah. like the t-shirt he's wearing, uh, go to cannibalcomedian.com and uh, order one, and uh, he'll ship it to you, and uh, it'll arrive on your doorstep like Amazon. Boom! And then you'll be sporting that, or he's got that. Uh, the the face mask, which is cool, because no one else has got that face mask. If you want, if you're a true horror film, uh, you know, buff, or you just like cool looking stuff, definitely check it out. And we got trailers going to be coming soon, and we're getting close to having a cut, and and uh, you know, it's pretty cool. It's really cool. It is really cool, and uh, you know, I'm bummed out that uh, we're not going to have the premiere at the Workaholics house. Well, we don't we, know that yet, though. But uh, yeah, well, you know, I hope. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just hope that you know, you know, that the right distributor picks it up and just blows it up and gets it out there and gets it seen in front of the world because uh, this is a great uh, film and it's uh, you know it has great people attached to it. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, the biggest thing, you know, there hasn't been that. I don't think a, a cannibal comedian, no, a killer. My whole thing was like, uh, if Leatherface from Chainsaw, you know, deep down, you know, didn't want to tell anybody, but he he loves stand up comedy. He wishes he could go up on stage. And then I took it to another level, like with uh, you know, with story, but also with uh, you know, making the uh, the stand up comic, which was so cool. How that just fell into place more like a Christian Bale, like yeah. American psycho, like a good looking guy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just, uh, just a white bread. Yeah. guy, and he's surrounded by, uh, some, some very colorful characters yeah. that I put in this movie. And I, I love that. I'm all about, um, all different types and, and, uh, yeah, you know, there's a drag queen cannibal and, you know, yeah. like, like it's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> like the, the actual cannibal seems like the most normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That's like so the, cool. Yeah. He looks the most normal. So. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks clean cut, white yeah. bread, yeah. you know, all American. And uh, yeah, that's sick fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that you like because he's charismatic. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he's funny. And uh, none of these people ever did stand up either. And I was looking back at you because you were playing the one and uh, you were at the bartender. Uh, you were at the bar, yeah, and I would look over and be like, "Was that good?" And you're like, "Hell yeah!" And I'm like, "That approval from you guys as stand-up comics, like that, that was good. This really feels like an open mic. That the... felt it felt like an open <laughs> mic, dude. Like, I, I mean, I swear to God, like I was because that's how I started stand-up. You know, I was uh, you know DJing at a, at a um, at a at a comedy club. Then you know, just doing everything. So I was yeah. bartending too. Yeah, and uh, Oh, perfect. And, <laughs> and and I would have to sign up the comics for open mic. Oh, so exactly what happened in the scene yeah, that yeah. I was in. Yeah, what yeah. happened in the scene was like, so just so like, I didn't even know that. Stuff. Yeah, dude. So it was kind of like a flashback. Man. It, was, <laughs> it was kind of like really, really cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, dude, you nailed it. Um, yeah, you know, down to the, like the, the headshots of the, uh, you know, comedians on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the owner, like, yeah. with his own headshot on the wall, he's like, how'd that get up there? Like, he's with the greats. He's like, Dude, oh, this... my guys at the club are funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's totally authentic. And not to mention that, you know, uh, you know, some scenes were filmed at the famous Workaholics house uh, where they filmed the Comedy Central uh, uh, show Workaholics. So it, that's really cool. That is cool. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, so it's got a scene there in the movie. Yep. Um, it's where, a fun scene. Yeah, it is a fun <laughs> scene. Some of these add-ons, I think, are really going to give it uh, some uh, polish and then give it a little. Because we, I just, I told you, we got, I showed you the intro cut that uh, Court did, and it, it looks pretty damn good. It's, yeah, it's the intro to the movie, and that's awesome. And uh, yeah. yeah, and the poster and the new poster yeah. that you got. Yeah. Um, uh, looks killer too, so uh, so is that going to be the final poster? Or is that yeah, we're just uh, going to change some things on it, but it's it it's seventy five percent there, right nice. on that. That's the first poster. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's going to be one of the main ones we pitch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it has the the vibe. You get the whole thing there, and that you know this guy Ryan James who played um, Bruce in one scene in the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, we hit it off right away because we worked with uh, Bill Mosley, uh, who's in Texas Chainsaw 2 and all Rob Zombie's movies. Cool. And, and uh, he worked with him, and uh, and um, but he's a huge horror buff. And then he uh, later on became a producer on this movie. And I'm, I'm excited to have him aboard because he's such a horror-like um, fanatic. And, and he knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. like And when he looks at a poster, he's like, this is what I would like to see, mm-hmm. like as a fan. Like he collects, yeah, movies, uh-huh. Blu-rays. He knows what looks good, and and uh, he turned me on to this one guy, and then he made a mock-up poster, and then the the guy who really made the poster just fucking knocked it out of the park. Um, you saw that poster, yeah. and then we're just Looks gonna kind of do a couple things here and there. But he's all about behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're shooting behind the scenes stuff, and because uh, a lot of the horror fans, they want the extras on the Blu-ray. They want to see 
how you guys did this and all that stuff. And that's all exciting to me because uh, I didn't do that with any of my other films. I didn't have those people uh, with my, you know, producing and had my back with that. I kind love of stuff. behind the scenes stuff. I really do, you know, and uh, yeah, just working with filmmakers and like doing some stuff. Like I always wanted to be the guy filming that behind the scenes stuff because I I find it I found it fascinating. I know a lot of people do as well because it's not just about the finished product. How did you get there? Yeah, and the you stories yeah. and even the drama yeah. that that comes with it all and uh yeah, so we started doing that and then you did some behind the scenes yeah. stuff too. So that's that's awesome. We're going to put all that shit together. Dude, I can't wait to see it. Um, um, because especially with this crew that you had, everyone was super cool and, you know, it, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they have, you know, some behind the scenes footage, you know, with all these great people that you brought together, um, is really cool because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to, to watch, uh, people that all want to be there on set, you know, yeah. whether it be, you know, the, um, wardrobe, makeup, you know, uh, actors, everything. Like, you know, they, they all had, like, the vibe of, like, we're, we're making something cool here. Oh, yeah. That's good. And I think this one stopped. Oh, okay. Did it? Or did it show? I get it right now. Because I had that little red light. Thanks for looking out for Yeah, that. I look at that stuff. <laughs> is, is it, it's on there now? I don't see the red light. Oh, no? Oh, yeah, there it is. It's oh, there. Okay, yeah, cool. it's there now. Um. Yeah, so I mean, uh, it's really cool to uh, to see that, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're doing the behind the scenes thing. Uh, yeah, I'm so grateful you got involved. Like everything happened so perfectly. Yeah. Uh, because when, um, well, when you did your acting job, that was great. But when Thanks. later on, you know, we went out and got drone footage of yeah. uh, exteriors and uh, establishing shots and and the cool. Uh, the cool van shot yeah and all that i can't stuff. wait to see that yeah yeah that looks great and then uh and then you turned me on to Cortland, who's a phenomenal uh, vfx special effects editor filmmaker um just running and gunning. yeah actor running and gunning and making shit happen and he was just he's in, gonna be in the next friday the 13th movie yeah you did the um the fan film just now yeah. it's called uh the um Oh, it's Jason in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what was it called? The hike? I don't know. Uh, but it was badass. That's uh, cool. And he acted in that. And uh, So, I mean, yeah. you got some real uh, pros that know the, you know, the, the genre. He's another horror comedy yeah. guy. Yeah, so I got yeah. the right people looking over him. Totally. It's almost like looking over me. Yeah. Or not looking over me, but like, yeah, um, you know, coaching. Not, co- not even coaching, yeah. but. Just assisting uh, you, assisting, yeah, and yeah. Uh, got my back, yeah, and yeah, it's so much better than the other ones that I've worked on, you know, yeah. Having, uh, it's like if you had a uh, a guy that's really good at documentaries, like um, about snails, uh, and then he's your producer. I don't think he'd be, you know, the right producer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I got these guys that are horror comedy yeah. buffs, like, right? They love that shit. Yeah. And that's all they live for that are helping me with the film. That's that, awesome. That's so, like, I'm so grateful for that. That, I, I was talking about higher power shit before. Yeah. Like that. If I was drinking and doing all that shit, yeah. man, I would be fucking, no way. Yeah, yeah. No way. 
I'd be doing all this stuff. So there's a path. There's a path for people. And you kind of know it yeah. when you're going really against the grain. Yeah. And, like, you stub your toe and then, you you know, you're getting in bad traffic. And you can restart your day, but you know when you're forcing and you start fucking shit up. Yeah. I've I've experienced it where I'm just, like, fucking shit up all day. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, I got to let in another... Uh, you know, I, I'll even say like God or higher power, you take over. I don't know. Yeah. I'm fucking up all yeah, day. Yeah. I got, you know, I got to chill out. Yeah. Um, or if, whatever, you don't believe in God or anything. You just literally chill out Yeah, yeah. and understand that you are like really pushing people away from you. You're yeah. really fucking up all day. Um, you're doing something wrong. And I have that tendency to just like push, 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 you know? But it's like you're push, push, pushing people away mm. uh, or pushing, you know, things, results and being desperate and all that stuff. I know all that shit. I try not to be. I ran into Eli Roth. Do you know that director? Uh, he did, yeah. He did a hostel and he's like the new uh, John Carpenter, the master of horror. Uh, and I was all like a little desperate kind of talking. I was like, I made this movie, you picked up evil. And, uh, and, uh, he's like, yeah, cool, man. I, I said, and, uh, and, uh, it got worldwide distribution and, uh, and, uh, you know, I was just all nervous. And, and he's like, right. he was being kind of cool. Mm. And then I said, well, I think you like it cause it, you know, it's, it's got cannibal clowns in it, you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he, <laughs> and then he, uh, and then he turned his head. And he was done with me. And I was like, oh, I guess he's done talking to me. <laughs> that shit sucked. While you were still standing there. Yeah, yeah. And I just walked away. Yeah. What uh, was this, at Starbucks? No, no. It was at a... Uh, I got invited to Rob Zombie's uh, Three From Hell premiere, uh, which I wanted to walk up to Rob Zombie, too. I got invited by Bill Mosley and his manager, and that was a special treat. But I felt very awkward because I didn't... You know, I, I went into, you know, all, you know, self-centered me. I'm not good enough because I'm running. I'm looking at Danny Trejo. I'm looking at Cass, uh, Cassandra something, the girl that plays Elvira. Fucking Slash is there. Um, like all like rock stars and horror icons. And even like some stand-up comics like um, uh, what's this small guy, Pat's, Pat Oswalt. Yeah, he was there. Then, I talked to yeah. him. Yeah, Pat and I as well. I talked to him and I told him about my movie and stuff. He was really cool. Yeah, but um, that that was my first real Hollywood experience, like with all the celebrities, uh, uh, where I was like there. You know, I was a part of it. I was, you know, but I was like tagging along, like Bill Mosley. I didn't know what to do. Mm. <laughs> and then his daughters are there, and they're like, "Who is this?" I was. He brought you along. Uh, his uh, manager invited me. Oh, wow. I was like. I guess I was like her date, but then she just like totally went away. But if I was like cool enough and strong enough, I would have went out. There was the red carpet. I would have, they had all the, uh, the people, uh, all the paparazzi. And I, I could have walked down that thing and been like, yeah, I just made this movie called big top people. Yeah, yeah. I should have done all that, but yeah. I went all like, uh, ah, like, it, not, like introvert yeah. and didn't know 
what to do and, uh, and well, that's a lot and, to handle, and, man. And, I, yeah, that was a know, lot. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, so the, yeah. you got the uh, media out there uh, in front of the red carpet. The yeah, paparazzi. it was big. Yeah, because yeah. it was you know rock stars were there. Yeah, uh, and uh, a lot of horror icons, including you know like uh, big comics and, and stuff like that. So um, it was really cool. Uh, but you know, I give myself the benefit of the doubt that I I wasn't gonna back off. I went up to Eli Roth. I went up to nice. these people and said yeah. hi, and yeah. I made sure of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, Eli was a little bit of a dick. But also, mm. I'm I was a little bit desperate talking to him. Yeah, I don't know why I got into that, but I, I you know I hope that I. Uh, can get away from that that desperate like please love me know me uh kind of uh because that is so unattractive especially to yeah. like hollywood yeah um or anybody yeah you know, just being desperate but it's very difficult to be desperate but not act desperate you know i mean that yeah that's a good point but that that that's, reminds me of like me when I said I you know I don't like the business uh, part of the stand up, you know because it's cutthroat and you got to be phony sometimes where you're networking and you gotta you know go up to people and tell them you're you know stand up comedian you know which I hate doing you know yeah. I kind of like laying low you know but this and that but you know the people that get through doors a lot of them are you know they're they're great at that and they're yeah. great at smoothing and uh yeah. you know it's a big part of it yeah it is um i do stand up but i'm sitting down right now yeah. so so what's going on <laughs> yeah bad so job. i mean it's just you I can cut that cut that out <laughs> please please cut that out thank you yeah. you know it's <laughs> it's it's tough dude but the good yeah. thing is like uh you know, now nowadays you could do a lot of stuff on your own, right? Yeah, like what you're doing right now. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it. There's, I think Hollywood in a way is like going away eventually, uh, because it's you definitely got changing. You got these YouTubers yeah. that are much more popular than Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is weird. It is weird, but it's been like that for like ten years. You know. You know, and uh, I remember when when YouTube was, uh, you know, starting off, dude, you know, because I was a serious actor then, you know what I mean? And I just, you know, looked at, you know, those people as just, you know, not serious artists at all. Right, right. Nothing, you know, they call themselves influencers now or, you know, creative types and this and that. And I kind of like brushed them off. Where if if I would have gotten the game at that point, man, I would have been on the ground floor of all that stuff. But you know, just just didn't go that route. Yeah, I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> like I just kind of know what I do. Yeah, just try to keep doing that. Like I obviously don't think Cannibal Comedian like sixteen year olds are not gonna like this movie. It's probably gonna be around my age, like you know, twenty five to forty five or something. But there's millions know, and millions know. of people yeah, yeah. that will. I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, you know, it'd be cool if a 16 year old yeah. uh, girl uh, yeah. was it like like um, like my niece. She's 15. If her and her friends like, you gotta check out Cannibal yeah. Queen. That shit. That's funny. Be, yeah. I don't know. They. Yeah. But, no, but I know. I know what you're saying. Like yeah. I think that 
it, you know that y- your audience. And I'm a little out of touch now. I saw that I was at the store the other day, <laughs> and uh, I kind of really realized that uh, uh, this girl was talking about. They don't even call them bands anymore. They're not bands. Oh. They're they're artists, I guess. Oh, really? Uh, but she's like, oh, I don't listen to that. Uh, the the guy that was back in the groceries is like, oh, did you hear the new album? Of blah blah blah. And uh, and and she's like, oh, I like their older stuff, and I never even heard of them. <laughs> and uh, I said, what type of music? And what did he say? He said, um, some weird thing that I never heard of. And I'm like, wow, trap, trap. Trap rap. Uh, Thank you. Wow. I can't believe you. Yeah, he said trap rap. Yeah. I was like, wow. You know, I'm, that's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> like, my, yeah. my music is uh, not trap rap. It's, you know, my influences are uh, Oingo Boingo <laughs> and, uh, and uh, the B-52s <laughs> and Devo yeah. and the Ventures and the Safaris and, and, uh, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but still original and still different and maybe, you know, but like, uh, you look at like post Malone and stuff like that. He, uh, he kind of created his own style, mm-hmm. but he fucking loves Nirvana and, yeah. you know, and, uh, yeah. did this whole thing with a, a Nirvana tribute. My with, niece loves Nirvana too, dude. She's, oh, uh, so 17. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. And so it's still staying. Yeah, staying, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And her favorite movie is uh, Scarface. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Dude, she's 17. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's. I feel like those yeah. type of people are going to have more, uh, I don't know, uh, have, I can't think of the word, but be more uh, in tuned with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so close-minded in yeah. this little tiny world. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm close-minded too, though, with music. Uh, I admit that. Uh, you actually have to stick it in my face or like be listening to it for me to like, hey, check this out. I uh, I'm not gonna check it out. It's not that I I don't know. I just I'm. If you're like, you got to check this band out. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna check it out. Yeah. I don't think I'm being a dick. I'm just like off to something else and I forget about it. And my friend is really mad at me because he always tells me to check something out. And <laughs> once in a great moon, I'll finally, <laughs> I need to like one day, just like check everything out that everyone has told me to. <laughs> just yeah. that'll be the day Yeah, that I just check all the shit out. that everyone, <laughs> Check that show out. Check. Yeah. I, I'm the same way, man. I'm I, I it, you know, people are like, uh, I'm really into this. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, well, there's only 24 hours in the day, right? And you got a kid now, and uh, I'm sure you're 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 finding that uh, you know the days are going by faster. Uh, yeah, 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 they, yeah. Definitely go faster. Uh, yeah, I'm, and you know, I'm on a. We're all on a weird schedule right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, days go by, uh, you know, like so selfish of me before I had Lennon or before I even thought about having kids, uh, I I was always, I'd see other people with kids and I'm like, man, they're wasting their time. (laughs) Like they, you know, they gotta be, if they want to be, uh, you know, uh, cause they like a friend of mine would, you know, he's got two boys and uh, he wants to be a writer, mm-hmm. you know, and to be like, oh, man, it, you really, uh, the whole day, you just have to watch the kids. You can't write, yeah. you know. But 
now I'm just like so grateful because, you know, I'm not going to be trying to film make every second. Yeah. You know, now my life is just so full because if I'm not working on my project, my son is right there, you know, and uh, there's stuff to do and it's not a waste of time at all. Like even like going and doing the dishes and, Uh and cleaning and doing laundry, there's a lot of extra laundry and all that. Like I actually, um, enjoy doing that. There's something about doing that, um, that physical thing, you know, of, uh, cleaning or helping out and doing all that stuff that just makes, so my life is pretty fulfilled. Like I wouldn't even be able to go. I mean, I probably could find time to like go feed the homeless and stuff like that, but like doing the dishes and watching my son and do all that. I, um, my life is just more, so much more fulfilled. Uh, because uh, before I would get these like feelings of like, oh, what do I do now? And uh, oh man, like I would just get all like the hole in my chest wouldn't be f- filled, you know. And that's how I would drink. But when I stopped drinking, didn't have a family or anything, I'd I'd always get like irritable and what am I fucking gonna do right now? You know, I, I don't know what to do and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and uh, there's always something for me to do now. Nice. <laughs> and you like always. that? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. And you know, you, you like, you're like the type of person that likes to keep busy. Oh yeah. I mean, I have my laziness for sure. Uh, but I always had natural energy. Uh, always. I'm way more laid back now, but like back in the day, that girl thought I had a hyper, yeah. uh, ADHD. Yeah. Cause you're hyper. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, so I had, you know, I always, uh, I was proud of myself for not, uh, for, for having like energy, yeah. you know, I could bring it. Yeah. And, uh, I still have that. And I, I know that I could have it a lot more. Like you see like Kevin Hart, that yeah. natural energy. Yeah. Like, um, that's the, at the highest level you could possibly be. Yeah. With that, um, beautiful energy. Who's second? Um, Ellen, you think? <laughs> Ellen Degenerate. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, she's she's really nice. I heard she's like a really nice lady. Yeah, um, and she's a good dancer and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she's she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, no, uh, but, she'll be fine, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a multimillionaire. And yeah, all that and and uh, yeah, she'll be fine, but she won't be fine because. Um, People found out she's mean. <laughs> no, it's it goes back to like what we were saying earlier. Like you said, your happiness would lie if you just continued making films and you didn't have to be that big time filmmaker. But if you paid the bills with that, you'd be happy. Oh yeah, and that that because that's that's fulfilling to you. I believe that uh, you know Ellen because she's a stand up comedian. She, her, you know, what, what fills her up is entertaining people. Yeah. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. And you get that taken away along with the people that we incorporated in Cannibal Comedian. They, we touched on, um, that maybe don't, don't get to do stand up anymore because, uh, well, we can talk about them if you want. <laughs> like Brian <laughs> Callen and, yeah. Uh, Christy Lila. <laughs> yeah. Layla. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, deleted. <laughs> Chris deleted. Yeah, that was one of the scenes in uh, the in the movie. Um, but yeah, those guys, you know, especially Brian Callen. Yeah, he's been in the game for 
forever. And yeah. A very accomplished actor. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Why 20 years later on Twitter, someone say something? I mean, that he raped her. That yeah. Was, that was the thing. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Man. No, and I know, I know one of the girls that was, uh, she was on, uh, uh, E. But I'm friends with her on Facebook, and yeah. uh, it's it's no uh, it's no secret. Her name is Tiffany King, and yeah. uh, dude, I remember you know when <laughs> back when I was uh, bartending at the uh, comedy club and signing up open micers and stuff like that. That's where I met her, and uh, you know we did a road gig, and I remember her talking uh, about it that situation. Wow, yeah, wow. So I, I know it's real. Yeah, you shit know? happens. Yeah. It, it happens. But it's happened forever mm. in Hollywood anyways. Yeah. It's just we're trying to stop it. Yeah. Now. Like it's known. Yeah, yeah. There's that show called Hollywood, is it? It's I, pretty good. Is it? But it's yeah. all like um, uh, the guy from uh, from uh, Sheldon from that uh, Big Bang Theory oh. plays this, uh, this uh, very sick and twisted uh, gay agent. And he has like guys sucking his dick and all this crazy shit. Really? But that and that was back in the sixties, fifties and sixties when you weren't allowed to be gay. Oh. So they'd have these little parties with the gay agents and gay um, top execs, and they'd have to hide it. Some wow. were married with kids and shit. Oh. So it was really heavy. But it, but that's the show. It was really. But he, he's amazing in that show. If you could get an Oscar for a show. It, He's really the good. Dude at from it. Big Bang. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. main guy. It's a good show. It's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's yeah, called like it. something Hollywood. Mm. Uh, very good, fun, really fun to watch because they really killed it with the 1950s Hollywood. Oh, okay. And it's so much fun just to watch it. Um, uh, the way they, but yeah, it was a really. I mean, it's been going on forever. Yeah. basically, from guys and girls, and uh, everybody knows it though. Yeah. Yeah, that was nobody's secret. Yeah. But um, just bringing down the big guys. Yeah. Um it's crazy like not only is this this virus taking out people but like so is uh pedophilia and yeah. uh, uh rape and <laughs> like all this stuff. I believe just like Twitter has become like once it hits Twitter, yeah. Uh then LA Times is on it. Like, yeah. The next day just yeah. cuz it was trending. Yeah. And somebody said something. But isn't that a little bit weird though? Before it even goes to court, that they're like Brian. Like I heard Brian Callen. I don't know exactly, but I, I've been listening in on all this stuff mm -hmm. from other podcasters. But like he lost his uh, CAA agent manager, Brian Callen. Oh, he did. Like all, like everything's gone. Oh wow. Uh, I don't know. You know. Yeah. You know, I get my facts from other podcasters, <laughs> but but it sounds that way. Like oh, okay, because I know that happened with Dalia, but yeah. I didn't know that that happened with Callan. And as well, well, he lost his podcast too, pretty much. Like um, who did Callan? Callan, the fighter and the kid. Yeah, it's like no, no more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Supposedly they were they were making good rent, revenue from that. Yeah, and Brendan Shaw, I guess I heard too that they uh, that they can't. That they don't want um, Brendan, like his management doesn't want him working with Callan. It's not that he wouldn't want to mm. um, because it's bad. But this is all before it even goes to court or mm. anything. Yeah. Just someone just saying, you you raped me. But I, I mean, it's not just that. Like that girl probably called and talked to a journalist and, yeah. and did the whole thing. And Yeah. 
opened up about yeah. it. But why would she hide it in for so many years? And then it's also already been a couple years since yeah. the Me Too thing. Why wouldn't? Well, like what? Well, what we so I mean, weird. That we touched it up so on long. it before. You know, I remember I said that you know, you know, comics, comics are such, you know, like they're looking out for their 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 career, dude. So like, if you know, they feel they're not gonna say anything because they feel like maybe he'll ask me to open for him one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that one day, is, <laughs> that one day is never gonna happen. He's never gonna. So just say what you gotta say and say what you know. Comics are awesome. Yeah, I mean, just you know, I, you know, what do you what do you expect, man? These, the, you know, through like comics are usually messed up, yeah. and then they want to make people laugh. Yeah. You know? Okay, so Chris Delila, I can't mm. even say Delayla. Yeah, Delayla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh He and uh, and uh, the other guy, Brian Callen, yeah. were going to have a show on Netflix together. Oh, kind of yeah. like a punk thing. Mm. And I bet that shit would have been hilarious. Mm. And now we're not going to ever see anything like that, ever. Yeah. But I understand because a lot of people, you know, they he hurt people and little girls. And yeah. you know, he's a sick, kind of sick. Yeah. Um, but uh, if they wouldn't have shown their penis to a fifteen-year-old girl, yeah. then then they would have. We a could show. have seen this funny-ass show. show. But isn't that a weird thing, though? Like we don't get to see a funny-ass show. But it's the same thing. Like Michael Jackson, we don't know what yeah. happened. Like I still listen to his music. Yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch that documentary though. Oh, you didn't. But yeah, I it ruined it. But I love his a music. huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. yeah. No, it sucks, dude. And Bill Cosby, all that shit. Yeah, I never really liked him though, or yeah, got it, man, got into it. Yeah. I didn't understand it, dude. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I trust. It. I mean, you, you, you drank before and then you quit, so you know, and you could fall back on any any moment now. Yeah, <laughs> any moment, any second. But I don't trust people that oh, yeah. don't drink, dude, or oh, yeah, yeah. or smoke. Yeah, but you trust me. Yeah, because so you were you're you're a rock star. You did it so much <laughs> that you had to cut it out of your life. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think I explained it well. Where like I feel like I'm on a different path. Yeah, and this this is a more successful path for me. So I I got to cut that out. To, no, I, to get to I don't where encourage I wanna... anybody to do drugs or to um, to smoke just to be interesting. This and that, but. You know, like 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 Cosby, for instance, like this guy was Mister Squeaky Clean guy. Yeah, right? yeah, that that shit's weird. Yeah, and then uh, Ellen too, right? Ellen was, uh, you know, Mrs. Happy and Go Lucky and the best dancer in Hollywood, and you know all this great energy, right? Supposedly, but she, but uh, even on the show, she'd always say some like little um, quippy, mean remark. Yeah. That was part of her comedy, right? Yeah. She just, like, real yeah. quick, a little really mean, yes. like, a little, like, a yeah. jab. I always saw them, like, oh, that's her comedy, though. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. But it was also, it was mean. Isn't that funny? Mean-spirited. Like, it, it has uh, to come out somewhere, right? <laughs> Even if it was just in that little bit. a little bit. Thi- yeah, 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 yeah. In a little bit. You ever notice that? Even on her nice daytime show? Oh, dude, I, I saw that. I don't know if you saw that episode where... Uh, they had all these free bags, and all their um, uh, um, audience members got to get one bag to take home. Yeah, she had a hidden camera, and she witnessed you know one of the uh, guests take two bags or three bags. I don't know this, and she called them out, 
during the show. Can you imagine getting called out on national television? You're there. You you go to see Ellen. Yeah. And then she <laughs> calls you out. Oh shit. For taking stealing. Yeah. You know, even though the the, the bags were free. You know that reminds me of when, um, which always sucks, is when like a rock star on stage, like Axl Rose or someone, would see someone being an asshole, like yeah. this one person oh, yeah. out of like fifty thousand people, and then starts yeah. ranting uh-huh. and like leaves the yeah. That reminds me of that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you just feel so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, come right. on, man, just right. stay it. Yeah, I know that guy's an asshole. Right. Yeah, just kick him out. Yeah. Tell someone after the song. Yeah. Um, but they would go on this like rampage yeah. on one and you can never see that person. Yeah. Right. You just hear the yeah. the right. the singer yeah. just yelling totally. and, and ruining the song. Yeah. Um so I mean we're all human. Yeah. But that kind of reminds me of that calling someone out that Yeah. And it just, it's just ruin, awkward ruins for the whole show. Right? Yeah. It was dude, I mean you know, like people were laughing at her, and Ellen was kind of like yeah. being funny. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, she's like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I brought it for my sister that that couldn't come, and then she's like, Ellen's like, well, a lot of people's sisters couldn't come. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people were laughing, but it was a nervous laugh. Oh yeah, like, ah, yeah. This is awkward. Yeah. yeah, but her show's gonna come back though, right? No. Oh, it's not. Is it? Is it done? Yeah, I canceled it. Oh, good today. Yeah. Sweet, you just Before did. I started the pop, yeah, I saw you pressing some stuff. Yeah, just, this thing is very powerful. Cancel, yeah, yeah, boom, this, yeah, yeah. This is the the big cancel button right How here. How about the? Uh, oh God, be fresh. Let's just do that. Let's just listen to that. <laughs> I could do. I could listen to that all night. Uh, the. I won't get into politics, but I'm going to get into politics here for a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Because I'm an idiot. But um, we were talking about uh, uh, you oh, just, pulling her out. Yeah, yeah. Just the um, oh that I don't think I don't know though, but I don't think that um, so many people have been into politics in my entire life, uh, like right yeah. now. Like no, now I'm even into it. <laughs> like it, it turned into popular culture. Yeah, being into politics. I know. You told me that uh, you screamed at me. You said, "Build the wall." Yeah, build you know, the wall. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Juan. <laughs> go, go build. You call me with my my character's name. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucker! <laughs> I did exactly what I was like. Jesus, yeah. why? Why is he getting all political? Yeah, <laughs> and Vic is the only black guy, but he said he loved being the only black guy in it. No, but in the I, movie. I, I, he I, wasn't though. But no, <laughs> but for the stand-up, yeah, dude, I, I, I feel this. I feel the same way. I feel like I. Since when do people like are so, so involved? Uh, yeah, so. but I think it was the social media. Like everyone has an opinion now. Yeah, and everyone thinks they're gonna outsmart or change. Yeah, that opinion. Like I went uh, and said something somewhat political the other day, and people were pretty cool. You know, they didn't viciously, like, come at me. And then um, and then I got one, like, wise-ass thing. And then I said something wise-ass back to them. And then they said something wise-ass. And I, I started, like, I'm so, like, sensitive that I'm, like, mm-hmm. I, it's not only just sensitive, but I cannot let that fill up my already crazy brain with that nonsense. I, 
I already have like so much stuff to deal with that I cannot let. I'm never gonna let that space in yeah. ever again. I, yeah. I I don't have the time for it, and also I don't think I can handle it. Yeah, because uh, I want to kill someone. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you know. Um, and I'll be like that motherfucker. Like, like, yeah. like, and they, you know, no one was really even mean, and they got me on that one, and and I and I was like, this wow, was on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I just posted one thing, um, and I'm like, no. Can't I can't even I just don't want to take up that space in my brain. So you just or, left it? No, no, no. I actually deleted my comment, so I don't have. Oh, to. so you did? You did? Uh, I said something somewhat said, political. Yeah. Um. No, no. But that person that 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 said something to you, but did you go after them? Uh, you just deleted. The, well, a the, few people said something, and then I'd say something wise but good-hearted. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it was just like, and then I was. For like the last for like an hour, I was checking on that, on the uh, on the thing I said to see what people are saying or if they're liking it or anything, and I started obsessed with that part of it, and then <laughs> and then the people uh, commenting, and I was like, uh, I'm done. Yeah, you know, and I, and maybe a half hour I was upset. Yeah, and I deleted it, yeah. and I'll never yeah. write anything. And it was actually like not too political, but it had that. You know, I I said something a little bit wise, uh-huh. um, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and you're like you're like this isn't worth it, right? No, like, no this I can't isn't do it. Worth it. Can't do it. Yeah, it's, um, this is taking up time that I could be playing with my son. I could be like, yeah, writing a making script. me upset. Yeah, yeah, to mess with my time and mess with. You know. Dude, that's why I don't go there, man. I learned my lesson. I, you know what I mean. It's just like, uh, you know, it's crazy time. Like yeah. I'll go down some comments in Twitter, just on both sides, mm-hmm. like uh, with um, Republican and Democrat, and I'll look. Yeah, and it's just crazy on both. Mm. Like absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, and people are going insane. And I, I was like, you know, if I was for um, our president now or against. I would be like, well, I would rather have, uh, you know, a uh, um, Biden because because uh, I live in L.A. <laughs> just so just because I just want my uh, people around me to be cool. Yeah. I want everything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I know it goes way more deeper than that. Like this person could ruin our entire life. Yeah. And, or the next life after us. And I yeah. understand that it can, can go really heavy. Yeah. But uh, my selfish uh, thing is like, I'd rather people be uh, uh, chill and happy around me. If, uh, if uh, Biden is the president. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm in LA. Yeah. You know, and he's a horror film guy. So is he even better? <laughs> yeah. And Donald Trump's just making everybody crazy. <laughs> You just tweet shit it's, that I would tweet, or like, or like, some it's you a know, live uh, like horror film. You would never think like a president would tweet. So like that guy's a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! But you know, I it is a uh, I saw on Joe Rogan too. It, it it seems like a mirrored thing though. Like, um, and I've learned that in uh, just whatever um, meditation and all that stuff. That like, when you're really upset at someone, um, or you're uh, not even politics, but, um, if you're like, uh, like that guy's, you know, I hate that guy. You got to look at yourself. Like, 
Is there something in him that's intimidated? Yeah. Or are yeah. you, are you kind of like him? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I, I've done that where I, I really don't like this person. Then later on, wow, they're, I mean, I'm kind of similar to that. And they were, uh, they're intimidating me yeah. because maybe they are a little bit, have a bigger, bigger ego or a little yeah. bit more confident or a little bit more funny yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or just light mirroring me. Yeah. So the hatred towards people, yeah. you know, um, like, are right, you gotta, we gotta look at ourselves too. Yeah, like, sure. Uh, that's about all I'm going to say about that. No, it's true because, uh, you know, a lot of these people, you know, that are super religious and they go after, you know, a certain group and then they end up getting caught with that certain group in a stall in a in an airport. So why were you all so against th- these people? And it turns out you're one of them, you know? So us humans are weird. Yeah. We're all very. Yeah. This whole pandemic's made us really realize how weird um, we all are. And the internet, because the weirdos could find each other. Yeah. And uh, that's what the internet's done. And uh, so we're all in our in our group. Uh, like so, what I mean, the internet's world. good and bad, right? Yeah. Uh, it's got some amazing things. Yeah. Or social media, I mean. Yeah. Um, can be very, very good. Yeah. And bad. Yeah. I like to use it with promotional stuff for films yeah. and things like that. That's, uh-huh. where, that's where it's very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess my I'm just going with what my mind keeps coming up with, thinking like uh, I was just thinking of the uh, the obsession of um, girls like on Instagram, you know, uh, you know, modeling like hardly any clothes on, and you know they got five million uh, followers, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know where I'm going with that, but it, just that like, um, or like the I I would see like a girl on the street just like trying to get the perfect selfie. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we are really self more and more and more selfish than ever. Right. In a, in some ways. Um, and it's weird to me that there's like a whole B2 thing. And then you got all these girls that are like selling themselves on, on uh, Instagram, but they hate guys. I, do you, what, I mean, it's yeah, that's true, dude. Um, yeah, like who are you trying to appeal uh, to if, by taking these selfies and trying to look all sexy, and then you're going after these guys? But you're putting yourself out there, all these weird. Right. That's where it came from, because right. all these weirdos, yeah, like me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, are on there, yeah, yeah, not liking their stuff, but you're wa- <laughs> looking yeah, yeah. at it, <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, yeah, there's just so much. Um, what do you call it? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, yeah. Through it's through everything. Yeah. Through yeah. it all. Yeah. Uh uh but I you know, I can get into some of it and then pull myself out and and realize, you know, hopefully, you know, my family's okay and hopefully it seems like everything around me and my world, my little world, everybody seems to most of the people around me are doing fine. Yeah. Doing good and everyone's okay. And, and, uh, you know, there's, I can still go get gas at the gas station. I can go to the store. Yeah. Um, you know, 
and th- like in my wife's salon uh, is opening up tomorrow finally, and that's great. Are all the salons uh, okay to I, open? I think so. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and the unemployment was coming through, and and uh, every you know, and just uh, you know, my family's good. Like so, I kind of look at that because that's all I know. I I can't go to another level like some of these people like. Well, this person, these people lost their jobs in Idaho and, and this person, you know, and these people, you know what I mean? Like I can only look at my little world and be like, everything is, is, uh, yeah, is okay. Uh, and I hope that that's all I hope for. I, that's why I can't get into the politics too much. Right. Cause I don't know what's real and what's not. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. As long as I like look out and there's not like a bomb, like. You know, I'm literally that like yeah. dense, right? Like, where like I'm that simple, like yeah. Uh, well, I don't see any bombs going off right. and people dying in front of me and 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 all that. So right. uh, my world's fine. Yeah, I'm doing okay mm-hmm. and I'm doing my film stuff. And yeah, everything's uh, pretty good. Uh, but like you go on the internet, the world's ending. Yeah, like the world's not ending around me and yeah. not in Glendale. <laughs> You know, that's <laughs> a that's a good uh, commercial for Glendale. <laughs> yeah, the world yeah. is falling apart everywhere, but not in Glendale. Glendale. Buy a house. <laughs> you get me right. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on the same page, kind of like without not worrying yeah, about dude. the politics of everything. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're just uh, we're we're very easygoing people. And uh, I think that's, uh, you yeah. know, we're not going to die of, uh, you know, high blood pressure anytime soon. Yeah, and not get sucked into it. Yeah, and you really enjoy, you know, you said you're going to Sequoia National Forest. And, yeah, I do. And you got to just get out there and just and enjoy. Because uh, I'll listen to Joe Rogan. I get sucked in, though, with the digital, with um, the iPhone and, and, yeah. and uh, watching YouTube videos and all that. And yeah. Watching lots of podcasts. Really? I watched Joe Rogan like all the time. Really? Yeah. That's why this was so cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I kind of modeled this after Joe Rogan's thing. Sweet. Like even like I liked, you know, because some people have the podcast where they're like both facing that way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I feel there's a disconnect. And I always liked, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast, how you look, look at him directly, yeah. you know, and yeah. like, and like even the way it was cut, like what you see, you know, Joe Rogan and one, and then you yeah. see Elon Musk and the other. Yeah. You know, now but, I'm like, oh, this was in front of my face the whole time. <laughs> no, no, for the, no, whatever. it was good. Um, oh yeah, this shot. Yeah. That shot. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thank you for having me on this. This is so, this yeah. is so much fun. Uh, Dude, like, when when else canceled do you my, get to... Uh, and I canceled my whole career and before, <laughs> I, before I even have one. It's perfect. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of podcasts, too, man. I, and I uh, I enjoy listening to them. And uh, so it's it's great to be doing one, you yeah. know, because uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. It's, so. it's really cool. And, uh, you know, I hope people could get uh, something from it. And, uh, like, like I do, you know, and, you know, hope, uh, hope people appreciate it. They will. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Um, but, uh, so cannibalcomedian.com is the website. If you want to get a, a t-shirt or a mask, 
Yeah, and uh, then the story stories on there, what and, it's all about, um, and uh, behind the scenes pictures and some videos of some of the actors that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes out, you know, it's going to be nice that they're there. You know, when yeah. we build a fan base, yeah, um, that we have some stuff already there for people. Um, but we'll be releasing a poster. Some uh, I can't say that either. I don't know when yet, but that's almost done, and it's looking really cool in the trailer and the movie. And and uh, we wanted to have it come out this year, but we may only get to have like a soft premiere with cast and crew, and then uh, uh, I maybe even premiere it at a drive-in or at the workaholics house. Uh, because that's a really cool place to have a premiere is the Workaholics House. But I want to do a drive-in, uh, hopefully, like a drive-in tour would be fucking awesome. A drive-in tour? Yeah, like different states. Show oh, Cannibal Comedian. Cool. That would be. That would be really cool. Yeah. And then do a Q&A, maybe at a couple of them, like after, on yeah. stage. Yeah. That that would be really cool. Well, Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Like... It's so cool that we're all just just trying to do it, you know, um, just anybody that's trying to do a podcast or a movie, you know, and just see what there's so many people in the world that, you you know, even if we get thousands of fans, um, thousands of fans, but like even, you know, whatever, you know, somewhat popular cannibal comedian gets somewhat popular, right? Or your podcast gets somewhat popular. Like that is fucking good. Yeah. Right. Like we're not, I'm not looking at the, uh, you know, millions and millions of people. That's just like I can't even think about that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm you it's know not realistic. I mean, it is realistic, but it's you know, shits down the road too. Yeah, I understand shits down the road, so I'm gonna try to go after that. Uh, but I've only made I made a movie 2011 Mangrove Slasher two. There was not a first one. <laughs> and straight to the sequel. Where we were calling a prequel, was, that was the joke of it, and uh, that got popular in my hometown and everything like that, and that was a lot of fun. And then I did Big Top Evil, and most of that was 2012, and then we shot some more in 2017. Didn't come out till two, 2019, and then uh, and you shot it in 2017. Shot some of it, but a lot of it in 2012. Twelve. Wow, wow. Yeah. So there was uh, a gap there. Yeah. Uh and then finally I was just like fuck it. I got to I got to follow my passion. That's where Cannibal Comedian came alive and nice. been able to get that. And I hope that this one is a launch pad to be able to make movies not a little easier, but a little easier. Like movies aren't easy to make, but just a little bit more uh, backing and and support. Yeah. This one I real like I thought from Big Top Evil I would get a little bit of support. I had a movie that came out worldwide, you know, but that doesn't mean anything nowadays. Like it can be worldwide, but if nobody knows about it, yeah. no one's going to click on it. Right. Uh, it can be available, uh, but worldwide just means it's just sitting there. You know, yeah. YouTube is world. I don't know. I think it's, it's big. <laughs> it's worldwide. Yeah. It's worldwide. Like you put yeah. something on YouTube, it's worldwide. Yeah. yeah. I'm worldwide. Yeah. So, that doesn't really mean much. You have to promote it and uh, it has to become something popular. Um, so I was just, I guess I was just saying like, I, you know, I hope that this one, uh, 
you know, hits the right nerve. You know, that's all that's all we're trying to do is shoot like at the dartboard. Just, you know, I mean, you all are I mean, I think you did your part is quality control. Yeah. (laughs) You put out a good product. Yeah. Right. And now it just needs to to be seen. Yeah. And then I hope after that, then. uh, Oh, that's what I was saying. Like Big Top Evil. I thought that something would happen from that. And uh, that's something I saw my dad. Like nothing really happened after he won that show, Mm. uh, the gong show. And he kind of got discouraged. Mm. I got a little bit discouraged. Not really anything happened after Big Top Evil came out. I thought maybe a couple calls. Maybe I get a manager. Maybe an agent would be, um, you know, because I contacted a lot of agents too. Nobody. Like nothing happened. I even had Bill Mosley in the movie and all that. What happened was I finished a fucking movie mm-hmm. and I got it distributed and I learned how to how deliverables go and I learned how to finish a movie. I already said that, but and uh and and more horror people know about me. Um never gonna see a dime from that movie. Uh, it's not that I made a bad distribution deal, it's just that these distribution companies want to make uh, any of the little money that comes in and they're, they're going to somehow figure it out. Yeah. Uh, whatever deal you made they're <laughs> they kind of take. Uh, so take, do they own the movie or do you own it? Uh, I own the movie um, and then they own 25% of it uh-huh. or they get revenue from that. But they tack on all these other charges, like how much Blu-rays were to get made and, uh-huh. and all the pitching they did to mm. the, to the, other network or not yeah. networks, the streaming services yeah. and, and uh, they'll probably charge you for a phone call. I don't yeah. know, but they yeah. charge you all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's just part of the game uh, with, with that. But I've heard from a lot of uh, filmmakers, uh, indie filmmakers that they don't really ever see like a dime. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's the hard part. Uh, trying to get your movie out there and, and uh, not get, you know, not, it's not that uh, this company screwed me because I got my movie out there. And yeah. and if it did make a lot of money, I'd probably make some money. But it didn't make a lot of money. and But I don't see anything. Yeah. They get whatever, uh, whatever. For how long? Five years they have the film. Oh, okay. But, you know, after Cannibal comes out, maybe they'll go back to that one. I want to I wanna see Sean's other work. Yeah. Um but anyways that's that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. With uh with the film. Uh I don't know if I mean some filmmakers are getting smart about it now, but um filmmakers go, I just want to make a movie, I think. Yeah. And they don't realize there's a whole uh distribution and the marketing part of it that you gotta really be knowledgeable in to which I'm learning now. I'm just it's all learning. But I also, I lo- that's why I love filmmaking so much because I love every aspect of every, I like from pen to paper to like distribution to, you know, all the promotional stuff. That's awesome, dude. Those are, You're a true filmmaker, dude, if you love all that stuff. I love all that shit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, so go check it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. And is- um, the name of the podcast is uh, Poop Dollar Podcast. Uh, As it, it should be. Yeah. Poop Dollar!
That's it. Yeah. I love um, it. My, my son would love that. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be saying that shit. Poop dollar. Because <laughs> he likes poop? Yeah. He's been saying poop. Yeah, oh, kids it. just love yeah, saying yeah. poop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, and pee. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget pee. I mean, that's part of it. So, uh, poop dollar was a part of the workaholics. Uh, they did a prank uh, when they were... They would sit on top of the roof and they'd put a, a dollar bill out on the street. Yeah, and they would uh, put a turd in the middle of it. Oh man! And uh, they would watch people um, pass by and look at the the dollar and pick it up, and then yeah. be yeah. 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 Oh, and that's them. Yeah, that's sampled. That's yeah. them. So, that's awesome. But it's also, uh, you know, I liked it, and I decided to name the podcast that is because, uh, well, it's because re- related to the workaholics house, and uh, but it's also a metaphor, you know. If uh, you know, like, have you ever received something and then it turns out to have some poop on it, like something good, and then. Yeah. It turns out to be bad, so that's what a poop dollar is. That's like beautiful. you think it's good, but it turns out to be crap. Yeah, and uh, I we've all experienced that in life. Uh, do you remember any sort of uh, poop dollar incident where, where I think uh, where you thought you you know it was a good thing, and then it turned uh, out to be a bad thing? I mean, yeah. Uh, Hopefully so not. Hopefully not this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, any re- anything yeah, yeah. Uh, sticks uh, out relationships. Like, <laughs> yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah poop dollar relationship. She had some turd inside. Yeah, her. <laughs> she was full of crap. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you know, but what, what's funny uh, with me? I always think I have a part in it. Yeah. Of, of, oh, okay. Poop, I always poop a little bit in the. Ah, in the dollar. That's interesting. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going deep. Yeah, that is deep. Yeah. That is deep. Because, uh, um, so that's going back to like uh, the self-sabotage yeah. thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a real thing. And uh, yeah, I could totally, dude, uh, I I pooped on some of my own stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good uh, <laughs> point, you know? Um. Well, shit. Shit. Oh, that's uh, all Adam. Does that come out in the whole thing, too? You hear that? Or just we just hear that? Yeah, it's in the. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody hears it. <laughs> no. We're just like weird like, real weirdos. If we're like, you know, like just smiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, no, we hear it all. Was it Vanessa? She's got tattoos, man. I'm into that lately. It's from the show. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, now I hear their voices. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, I could even keep going. No, dude. (laughs) This is is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, uh, because I know we could go for it, dude. We could go endless, dude. Like, you know, it's like, you know, and, uh, but we'll have you back, dude, if if you'll come back and, uh, you know, when we get closer to, uh, 
you know, we'll get updates on the movie. And next time, like if if I do like have some success, I'm gonna come on with like very expensive wardrobe <laughs> looking. Maybe I'll get some uh, some platinum teeth. Yeah, like dude, you've changed. Yeah. What are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, and I'm like, ching tang, yeah. whatever. I don't know what that means, ching tang. <laughs> That's uh, Chinese. Um, yeah, but uh, oh, this has been. Who knows? Maybe you'll have another uh, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Japanese. You still packing in some heat? What's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, wa- she would want to uh, have another kid. I think. Uh, uh, but that would be cool if you had a, you know, a little brother. A little bro. or, yeah, yeah. Be an only child. You're not an only child. Right? No. Yeah. I don't know. That would be weird. I mean, there's four of us and my yeah. siblings in my, to be yeah. the only one. So yeah, I mean, that would be cool. He's cool. He's learning Japanese too, as he's learning. And I'm learning too. <laughs> like the, all the words that he's learning that my wife is teaching him. Yeah. Cause she's Japanese. Um, she was born there. Yeah, yeah, Tokyo. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a small town outside Tokyo, and then she lived in Tokyo for a long time. How long has she been in California? 15 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does she have an accent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not totally, like, Americanized or anything. Oh, wow. She learned English here. Or she, no, she she knew some Uh uh, English uh, back then. But, um, yeah, she really learned English here in California. Interesting. Um, Yeah, man, self-made, too. Really? Makeup artist, um... Now owns her own salon, fucking killing it. In Glendale? Yeah, in Glendale. Nice. Successful. It's a, it's a, a wealthy neighborhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's a lot of good people. Clients. People with, uh, yeah, money definitely live there. Yeah. And, uh, wow, that's great, man. And uh, so she's really business oriented. Oh, man. And she knows her stuff. Yeah, yeah big that's time. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you guys... Yeah, yeah. You guys are the yin and the yang. Oh, my God. We're total opposites. <laughs> but we're both weird, like silly. Yeah. So that, that, that part is really strong. Oh, nice. That she will do weird songs, like, you know, whatever, being yeah. dumb. And then with Lennon, you know, come up with funny songs. And um, it's always usually, I mean, it's usually about Lennon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, things he's doing or whatever, but silly lyrics that are catchy. And then we'll both be singing each other. Both songs and come up with funny things and oh that's that g- yeah that's pretty special yeah <laughs> that's awesome dude yeah that's great dude where'd yeah, you guys man. meet we met online yeah that's uh, awesome. one of those apps so it works uh, yeah yeah I guess so <laughs> um my buddy is uh, uh, newly uh, divorced and he's all over those apps I tell him dude you could I mean for one that's that's Especially now that, uh, you know, quarantine and this lifestyle that we're living now, I mean, that's that's pretty much the only way. Yeah, I mean, it seemed, like at first it seemed weird, mm-hmm. like you know, for a lot of people. I would yeah. never want to meet someone on yeah. an app, but, you know, people meet a girl at the bar yeah. or right. where are you going to meet uh, nowadays, oh. really? Yeah. Um, meet somebody, you mm-hmm. know. There's a lot of online, you know. Yeah. doesn't make any difference no. where you meet somebody, but it was very judged for a yeah. while i don't think it really is anymore no no that's i mean that's, that's what i'm saying like right now is like that's the only place you're gonna meet somebody yeah i mean where you're gonna go up to somebody with a mask on like wow yeah. you're hot yeah you know, yeah like i love your mask yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. fly. Yeah, I don't that's... see that happening. So I mean, uh, yeah, dude, you're, you're proof. I love to see that, you know. And I've had uh, another friend. He he got married too and had a had a kid. Um, so yeah, it's... yeah, we go on a lot of trips and stuff too. So she's really uh, opened up my like. I never even went to Hawaii. Mm. And uh, we've been twice. We got married in Hawaii. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Over a waterfall? Uh, under. <laughs> no, uh, at a wonderful courthouse. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, yeah. But we, you know, after, you know, then we're in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> like, and cool. Literally, we got married and had our honeymoon where we're at. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's basically. Yeah. But she's like that. Like she, everything's set in place. Oh really? Oh my she's god. A planner. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh good, dude. You're lucky. Yeah. I need a planner. Yeah, it can be good. It can be both. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's, uh, you know, I never knew much about the Japanese culture, you know, and I still don't. No, <laughs> I'm learning. Um, but uh, yeah, they're very uh, work orientated. I mean, I think they all are very, um, have a very serious approach to life. And they're like, they're like, it's not the right word, but like, like a machine, like they can, you know, I mean, they're people <laughs> obviously, uh, but she can like go hard, you know, work really hard and, and be very, very serious. And, uh, and I'm like this, like, hey, boop, boop, And I play that too much sometimes when she's, like, really being serious. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, I go total opposite. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. where we fight and oh, shit. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you want me to do the thing? Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's just like. Right. <laughs> oh, it's, it's serious time. Oh, but I think that's where uh, yeah. she uh, likes me too, in a way that, like, that no more pranks. Okay, we're not in college anymore. We're grown ups, so act like it. Yeah, just just act like. I think I'm starting to get myself in trouble now. <laughs> I wouldn't put this part of the podcast on. <laughs> Calling Japanese people work work. I have the workers. I guess that's not bad. <laughs> I get worried now because I watch all these podcasts and people get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's quite an amazing thing to see how, um, you know, how different we are. and But how we, you know, we're the same, too. Yeah. And we always fall back on, like, on the, um, we're both silly and weird. And, uh, and then, you know, we go on, like, adventures, basically. Like, on all, we go to all these cool places. Yeah. Uh, even during the pandemic, we've went to a couple cool places and, uh, I mean, it was just last weekend. We just went to San Diego just oh, to yeah, go. I saw that. Stay. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Go to the beach and go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get away, man. And I, that's one thing I love about California so much that I didn't know before when I moved here, I was just a scared little boy, uh, that, you know, cause I know my family are like, Hey, you should come back to Florida. Like. What, they got the Everglades. Like, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, they got alligators. Yeah. Here, I mean, you can go to the National Sequoia, uh, uh, Sequoia National Park. Yeah. and uh, Joshua Yos- Tree. Yosemite. Yeah. Big Bear. Yeah. Where else do you want to Yeah. Redwoods, San Francisco. Oh, God. Dude, like, it's endless. Monterey. Dude. Dude. Yeah. We're good. I, we're in a good spot. Like, if we're going to live life, 
you want to live out here? I think so, dude. I'm I'm a big fan of California. I think this state is fucking rocking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Trust me, dude. Like, you, at least you could have went to Tampa. You could have went to Orlando, some other, like, pretty cities. Yeah. Chicago is basically it, you know? Um, you go 60 miles outside the city, and uh, you're in prairie land, farmland, and... Yeah. It's really not, uh, you know, where am I going to take a trip to Wisconsin, you know, uh, Indiana? Uh, no offense, guys. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you know, it's crappy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, uh, so it's tough, man. Yeah. You know, it's hard to, to uh, just jump in a car and go somewhere cool. But you don't need to be anywhere nowadays to be um, popular and make money. Like, you can be a YouTuber in, uh, in Delaware, if mm-hmm. you, want, you know. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not Delaware, but yeah, anywhere else, or South Dakota, one of the. <laughs> now we're just like, I was actually going to go to Montana. Yeah, and because uh, uh, they got the Glacier National Park there. Oh, so cool. we booked the flight, and then we tried renting a car. <laughs> no car available, dude. Oh, you can't rent cars. No, they're all sold out. Oh, they're all sold out. Yeah, it's a small town. Wow. You got to fly into, wow. and uh, we had to cancel. Uh, we had to cancel the flights, so that's why I heard I flights like, are like really cheap. Too, yeah, right dude, now. it was two eighty six. Dude, normally it's a lot more. I mean, it's basically almost Canada. It's like that close. Cool. Like where where we're gonna go? There's some cool pl- places in Canada too. I've I've looked cool parks and really really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like Vancouver, I think. Yeah, I'd like to go. British Columbia, yeah. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto is kind of far, right? I think it's on the other side. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed a lot of movies out there. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, classics. 21 Jump Street. Was that, what, Toronto? Or uh, Canada. Oh, it was Canada. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if it was Vancouver or Toronto. Well, they, those are movie towns mm. um, because it's cheaper. Yeah. But they have Hollywood sets and they shoot a lot of big movies in yeah. Vancouver and and uh, Toronto, yeah, for a long time, but I've never been there. Me neither. They got big stages, everything. Yeah, it's a big. It's Hollywood there. It's like Hollywood, not in Hollywood. Yeah, it's all the Hollywood people. Yeah, in, in Canada, shooting. Yeah. Um, the uh the movie Scream. They wanted to shoot that in uh, in uh, Canada, but Wes Craven was like, "No, I want it to be very American, uh, like the." I don't know if it was the Victorian houses. I forget, but he wanted that that uh, vibe mm. because once you go to Canada, like it's you're losing the um, wherever. I don't know where. I you know I'm not I'm stupid, but uh, the uh, it's not looking like America anymore. Yeah, like old school America. Whatever he was going for that vibe, oh. you know, and you're losing. What's, so he was like, no, I don't want, even though it was going to be cheaper. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, okay. So. So where was it filmed? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks but a it lot, was, Sean. But it wasn't in Canada. He didn't want to do it because uh, even though it was going to be a lot cheaper. I just remember that. Um, okay. He wasn't going to get the, uh, it was going to look like, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> this is really started to go bad. Do you have a Do you have a favorite uh, director? Uh, yeah, Wes Craven. No, uh, 
Favorite director. I mean, you know, Quentin Tarantino and uh, uh, I would just say Rob Zombie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. And um, do you want to just continue making the horror genre or do you want to one day maybe try like a, you know, a, like a romantic a comedy? Yeah, sure. Uh, you just love filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I would never be able to do anything uh, smart. No, uh, I keep talking myself the whole the whole time. Uh, <laughs> if you want smart, I'm not the I'm guy. I'm not the guy. I, I'm good with the stoner comedies. Uh, Dude, make the next old school. That's that's fine. fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the path that I'm on with this, like, like even you were agreeing, like combining these weird horror uh, with the yeah the different. Um, Keep doing that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find my niche. Nobody's doing that. Uh, Peter Jackson started with horror. He made Lord of the Rings, so I don't know. Mm. I mean, I'm whatever. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not gonna make Lord of the Rings, but uh, I'm up for whatever um, this it takes me. Nice. You know? uh, yeah, but I mean, I like I like I grew up on. Uh, I love Halloween and uh, not the movie the. A holiday or uh, tradition, uh, and uh, I, I love haunted houses so much. Like I love the whole atmosphere of a haunted house, and and uh, love rock music. Heavy metal kind of goes within the the horror. I like all that stuff. I'm a white person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like. Yeah, <laughs> we like rock and roll, rock and roll, and, and horror. Cocaine. Horror and cocaine and uh, and uh, and black bitches and eating no, people. Um, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely Rob Zombie was my inspiration. Uh, but I also like uh, those guys, like Lloyd Kaufman, yeah, who did the the very low budget B horror stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, still has his company Trauma Films. Oh, okay, they make some funny ass horror stuff and it's a borderline porno oh wow and it's very hilarious and over the top everything nice. special effects are always amazing cool um but he's been together for 50 years he's the longest running uh uh like uh traditional um indie horror mm, nice. he never sold himself to the to the man he's always kept it indie that's cool yeah that guy is fucking awesome and James Gunn comes from there. There's a lot of big directors that come from him. Nice. James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy and the new uh, Suicide Squad, was uh, directed some of his movies, and and they, he was part of the Trauma team and stuff like that. That's another awesome director, James Gunn. That's a cool career. He did horror, and then he went to, you know, um, he was writing scripts, did Scooby-Doo, and then did that phenomenon guardians of the galaxy yeah yeah so i like those guys careers are cool but that guy is like a fucking true writer like magnificent writer i'm and i i uh i get a lot of people helping me i mean it's this is what it is like i'll write out the whole thing and then i'll get a lot of different minds on it and then try to figure out what the best thing is for it and if you know so it can still be me yeah yeah, but these guys like Quentin Tarantino, they're amazing writers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's dude, everyone's that's different. Everyone level. has their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. You know. Uh cool. And uh you you got yours? You know? More weaknesses than strengths. Oh yeah. For uh, sure. As far as you go. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like you'd be your worst agent. You'd be like, you know what, actually, you know, Sean uh, he'll do it for a lot less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't let the people know that. <laughs> no. I'll do it no, for the dude. experience. You're great, dude. You're very talented and uh you're very humble and uh that's uh that's where a lot of uh, great artists lie, dude. Uh, they're they're extremely humble, and you're very critical of yourself. And I think that's where a lot of the self sabotage goes, dude. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, was, you know, I yeah. I, I can relate to that. You know, believe yeah. me, I I you know, I I can't stand listening to my my stand up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hope there's not a lot of it in uh, Cannibal Comedian, because it's like I, it's very difficult for me to see myself. And uh, but uh, I had fun doing it, and uh, uh, you know I, I wish you the best, buddy. And uh, Thanks, man. yeah, we'll have you on again, and uh, we'll talk uh, further about the movie once it's uh, getting close to coming out or out. In the meantime, check out CannibalComedian.com and uh, Sean Heist. Not heist. Heights. I like heights. Heights. I know. That's your new stage name, dude. Sean Heist. That's cool. Sean Heights. And uh, check him out, guys, on uh, social media as well, on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, do you guys have a YouTube channel? Uh, I just have mine. I I, I throw some trailers on there and stuff like that, but I'm not that active on YouTube. Uh, Okay. I'm pretty active on Instagram uh, Twitter. Getting those uh, stories out there, yeah. Getting those stories, uh, ramping up the big top or big top evil, the cannibal comedian Instagram page. Yeah, uh, trying to post something a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Um, we'll check them out, guys. Yeah. And good night. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Gotta be fresh.